Welcome to This Horror Life. This is our Halloween special. Yeah. <laughs> that was so depressing. <laughs> you didn't know I made I did sound effects, did you? I did there's, not. Yeah. There's a chill in the air. Ghost, it's Halloween time. Thank God, uh, my favorite time. It is a weird Halloween this year, uh, just like everything else this year. Yeah. But we soldier through, and Halloween is, um, the good thing about it is, it can be an indoor holiday because you got all these scary movies and everything, right? So you don't have to go. in your heart. Yeah, yeah, indeed. You don't have to go around other people if you don't want to. You can just chill out at home and watch Mm -hmm. some scary movies, and that is what we have been doing. And so this, uh, for this Halloween special, we are going to be going through the Halloween franchise. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess I should say, uh, I should introduce us, right? In case we have any new people mm-hmm. alone, they don't know who the Maybe. hell we are. Yeah. Uh, my name is Rob Humphrey, and that is Ghost. And uh, you are listening to This Horror Life, a, uh, a podcast that is about all things horror. And today, we are going to be very specific for us and just focus on the Halloween franchise. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, it all started in 1978 with John Carpenter's Halloween. And uh, upon rewatching this one, I don't think we have to talk a whole lot about this movie. No. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's just so it. good. Um, watching it again this week and just watching that, that tracking shot at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of cuts in there. It's not, it's not one take. Uh, they did right. make a couple of cuts, but they hid them so well. They really um, did, especially for the time it was done and like the budget they were on to make it. They really did hide those cuts. Yeah. I, uh, I really, uh, really enjoyed watching that one again. Um, did you notice, I, I don't know if you uh, ever noticed this or not. You know, uh, when Lori is uh, babysitting uh, mm-hmm. Tommy there watching a scary movie on TV. Do you know what that movie is? the thing it is I know, because yeah. i thought of you yeah this is like rob's favorite movie i swear <laughs> yeah i i do love the thing and um mm-hmm. so anyway i uh i, I noticed that and um uh, I, I don't know there's just so many little touches to the movie that that make it great i've long thought that it's such a great slasher movie or one of the reasons that it stands above most of them is that these this particular group of high school girls Lori and her friends uh annie and linda they feel like, to me, real high school girls. They do. They definitely do. Yeah. And I, I believe I read somewhere that Deborah Hill, who was um, John Carpenter's producing partner, um, worked on the dialogue for the girls on the script and worked with the girls on the set. And I think she was the secret weapon of this movie. Maybe. Um, because when you get into the later sequels and stuff, it becomes much more of the slasher movie tropes as, oh, you know, yeah. for characters. And um, all of them suffer for that, uh, I think. But in this movie, this group of three girls really feels like three high school friends to me. Um, so, yeah, it just overall, I, I really, really enjoyed my experience watching this movie. I don't, I don't think I've ever not enjoyed it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had something pointed out to me since uh, between the, my most recent viewing for this and the last time I watched it. I was listening to a podcast. Um, have you? I don't know if you've ever heard of the Horror Virgin. No. Oh, it's uh, you should check it out. It's it's uh, actually a really entertaining podcast. There's a, a group of three friends, and uh, one guy who they call the Horror Virgin doesn't like horror movies, so they make him watch them, and then they talk what? about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't like horror movies. Oh, it's it's hilarious. He's just he's he's uh, 
He's just scared. And it's so funny. Um, but in their episode during Halloween, he pointed out something I had never thought of. Mm-hmm. And that is that poor Linda is really maybe the saddest death in the entire franchise. Yeah. Um, because she dies thinking that her boyfriend is murdering her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? I didn't even think about that. No, I mean, she just slept with the guy. He went to go get him beers. He comes back and he strangles her. Isn't that awful? Yeah, that, that is pretty bad. Yeah. I can slam on the brakes on a show if I want to, Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so Halloween 1978 is, um, it's just an absolute classic. It is uh, not the first slasher movie um, but Let's it is it. the one that, that really launched the slasher craze um, in as much as that uh, I, Friday the 13th is really the one that, that kicked off the slasher craze. But um, it was entire. as a matter of fact, they wanted, all they said was they wanted to rip off Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so really that, that goes to Halloween and um, right. Uh, so maybe, maybe it's the first modern slasher. Yeah. We'll I mean, I always it. consider Halloween to be one of, one of, if not the first, yeah, slashers. I think. I think what people, what stops people, is that there's not as much gore as people think about when they think of slashers. And this one, it's all about you know setting up that feeling of dread that something's around, you know, before yeah. the kill happens. Yeah, it. Um. Well, it's also though it was preceded by a couple of years by Bob Clark's Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um. And then of course you can go all the way back to Psycho. Right. Um, you know, whether you consider that a slasher or not, mm-hmm. it's a little borderline, but it certainly leans in that direction a little bit. Um, but you know, it, it's right there at the forefront. It, uh, of course, uh, you know, there's the tradition of, uh, slashers centered around holidays or special days. Yeah. And that all started with Halloween. <laughs> or I guess maybe it started with black Christmas. Um, but, uh, you know, and then you get Friday the 13th and then every, you know, there's like groundhog day, Arbor day. I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, just a, a seminal horror film, um, expertly directed. Uh, did you notice, have you ever noticed John Carpenter's cigarette smoke floating into frame? No. Okay. If you, the next time you watch it, you'll probably forget, uh, before the next time you watch it about this, but there's the, the famous scene where Michael is looking, um, at, I believe it's Annie and Lori. Mm-hmm. And then he steps back behind the hedge. Right. And then um, Annie goes up to, to check and he's not there. At some point during that sequence, if you look closely, you can see cigarette smoke waft up above <laughs> into, oh, wow. the, into the picture. And that's because John Carpenter was standing right off camera smoking. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, I always, I always uh, find that entertaining whenever I see it. And once you see it, it's, it's hard to miss. After oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So that is... Um, that is Halloween, 1978, and uh, what uh, we we talked about this, and we decided to name um, our best kill or favorite kill of each film. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one did you pick for this movie? Funny that you brought it up. I picked Linda. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. I did. And what, I don't know why. Oh, okay. Well, I, it is. I think it was the whole phone cord thing. It was like, oh, all right. He just picked anything. He could have used his bare hand. He's like, nah. I'm gonna yeah. Use his phone cord. Yeah, and not only that though, but it does have sort of. Um, uh, that weird release of tension uh, with the humor of her, uh, mm-hmm. of Lori being on the other end yeah. uh, of the phone, uh, not uh, not knowing what's going on. I picked Bob. 
That I almost picked him. Yeah. But I think uh, what I like the most about that scene is when um, Michael comes in. And oh, he's yeah. And the fucking the sheet with yeah. his glasses over it. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah, that's, that's interesting um, because we don't often see uh, that's that sort of Michael Myers doing that. You know, mm-hmm. trying to almost trick somebody. Um, I like the Bob kill. It's, uh, you know, he, he rams the knife through him and sticks him to the wall. Yep. And then he gives that, that's the first time we see that Michael Myers head tilt. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just love that. But uh, there, this one uh, was pretty easy. Uh, there were only a couple of really sort of, I don't know if you call them special yeah. kills or anything. For the most part, they're all pretty basic. I mean, yeah. Annie gets choked in the car. Um. You know, so it's not, uh, there weren't a whole lot of um, super elaborate kills right. as you get in some of the, some of the later movies. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, There's just something that always bothered me watching these movies and the like, oh yeah, I'm just going to stab him and pick him up and right into the wall. And that yeah. kitchen knife is just going to hold. Oh yeah. It's going to hold all the weight. 180 yeah. pounds of dead weight. I, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It's going to hold all that weight. <laughs> um, so that was followed up. Uh, three years later, by Halloween two in 1981, um, this is uh, follows picks up right where yep. uh, the original ended. As a matter of fact, we see a, a part of the original's ending um, before this one starts, and uh, I thought that was an interesting way to to approach it, mm-hmm. and uh, I like the way they did it. Me too. I, wow. I think I had read somewhere that initially they were just going to do Halloween and Halloween two, and that was going to be it. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that here, here in just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping uh, yeah. the gun. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Um, uh, but anyway, this is the one uh, where uh, essentially, um, you know, Michael's killed at the end of the, well, quote-unquote killed at the end of the first one, and then Loomis goes to look over the, the edge, and uh, his body's not there. Yep. Um, we see that part of um, the first movie, and then, uh, sort of what happens immediately after that. We see Michael escaping down an alley, um, trying to dodge onlookers and stuff. Um, and, uh, of course, then we see them taking Lori to the hospital. He finds out Lori's at the hospital, so he goes to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the movie takes place there. Um, I like I like Halloween 2 quite a bit. Me too. I, I didn't realize there were so many people that don't like it as much. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I, it feels a lot like Halloween 1. It's got a lot of that same feel and stuff. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill were still involved uh, at this point. Um, John Carpenter wrote the script. And um, actually, I think that they wanted to, um, after everything was said and done, they wanted to up the kill count and the gore a little bit in this they movie. Did. I did read that. And I, I read he wanted to compete with the other movies yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah, because at this point, Friday the 13th had come out, and that was all about high kill count, gore, and boobs. Right, and um, uh, I know, I read, he, he clashed with the director of that movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, Rick Rosenthal, the director. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe they did some reshoots um, after, after the fact, and Carpenter may or may not have directed those. There's uh, okay. conflicting information on that, but, but I, I believe that uh, he, he um, maybe directed some of those uh, uh, reshoots that they did later to add into the movie. Um, one of them is the, uh, actually the, I believe it's the first death in the film. Um, the lady who's on the phone. Mm. Um, it's a weird uh, scene though, because she's just on the phone and then Michael jumps out of like, 
nowhere. Like, I don't even know where he was hiding. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's really kind of a weird one. Um, but that, that one was uh, inserted later. I love the sequence before that when he goes into her neighbor's house to, to get the, the kitchen knife. Oh, yeah, to get the knife, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, um, the L-Rod house. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I've always loved that sequence a lot. I'm not sure what it is about it that I like, uh, but I think it's a, it's a really cool uh, moment in, in the yeah. movie. And um, once we get to the hospital, um, d- did you notice the kid with the razor blade in his mouth? Uh, I didn't realize it was a razor blade in his mouth. Yeah. Um, it, it, a play on sort of the urban legend of, you know, right. yeah, you'll yeah, get no, a razor. I, didn't know that. I thought maybe he got socked in the face or something yeah. was up. I no, I didn't realize it was a razor yeah. blade. Yeah. There's one, there's one quick shot where you can see it pretty clearly and it grosses me the fuck out. <laughs> Does it really? No, I do not like it. Um, and, and one thing I noticed is his mother is weirdly calm. Oh my God. You know, yeah. like no, I would, like, that's why I was like, there's no, like, I just figured he got like hit or something or fell yeah. down while he's trick or treating or some shit like that. If that was me with a razor blade in my mouth from candy, my mom would be raising all sorts of hell. Yeah. Yeah. I, Oh my God. There's no way. But yeah. Um, I, I noticed that this time around. Um, was there anything about uh, Halloween two that stood out to you? Any moments, anything you particularly liked I mean, or disliked? <laughs> The only thing that bothers me with Halloween 2, and I'm sure it's this, what bothers a lot of people, is how the fuck are there only, like, three nurses? Yeah, there's nobody in the hospital. hospital. Yeah, But yeah. I think, like, I'm thinking of it, like, as, like, a hospital, like, near me kind of hospital. I know they mentioned it and called it a clinic at one point, too. Yeah, they do call it so a clinic a couple of times. I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, much smaller, and that's why there's only that much staff on at night. Yeah, it's weird um, because... They do refer to it as a clinic a couple of times, but when you mm-hmm. get there, you see um, right. Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Right. The sign says that. And, um, you know, they I mean, there's an emergency room and stuff, clearly, because there's ambulances making drop-offs there. Right. Um, so, so, I'm yeah. just wondering if, like, if it's, like, a clinic. I know we, like, where I live, that we have, like, the big hospital, and then there's, like, offshoots of mm-hmm. the hospital where, like, they don't do everything. You don't go there for, like, emergency surgery, but, like, they have an emergency room. Yeah. So that are much smaller, but they're still staffed. So that's the only thing that like bothers me a little bit. And they could be with the times. It's a pretty good sized building too. Mm -hmm. You know. Um. So yeah, that is that is kind of weird. Um. Uh. But you know, having uh, you and I both spent some time in hospitals recently. Yes, we have. (laughs) And uh, I can uh, vouch for the fact that you were never not around somebody. Right. There there are people people in and out of that room constantly. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that is, that is kind of weird. That's, you know, uh, part of the flaw, I guess, with the movie. Um, They did try to up the gore in this one and, uh, and the kills are, you know, somewhat more creative i think um yeah. they did a they did a pretty good job with that for the most part um what do you think of the character of i believe his name is bud um he i don't even know i think he was an ambulance driver there but he was the one who got in the hot tub with the, the oh girl yeah he's a little fucking ass right. fuck boy he, he was I, I found him to be really obnoxious but also rather yep. entertaining that's why yeah, i asked no, about he him he was so obnoxious <laughs> Oh, you sang like oh, the gosh. dirty version of Amazing Grace. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> little asshole. Yeah, yeah. He All was, he wanted uh, was the bone. 
yeah i I can't blame him i guess but at the same time like damn yeah he was apparently uh, it worked yeah it did that that was the thing though so yeah you know that was fault him for that you can't get by with that kind of behavior these days oh no yeah um uh ben tramer um Mm -hmm. we heard a lot we heard his name a lot in the first movie laurie had a crush on him and we briefly meet Mr. Tramer <laughs> in what, what is one of the weirdest scenes ever. <laughs> hey, that was a um, great scene, though. It's, it, it always makes me laugh because uh, Ben is uh, walking um, down the street mm-hmm. wearing a, uh, um, a Michael Myers mask. Of course, he doesn't right. know that's what it is at the time. Right. Uh, he has no idea. He's just wearing the same mask that Michael happened to steal from the... Uh, right. What did he steal? Like a hardware store he stole? Yeah, Halloween I think it was just hardware store because yeah. I think there were other things that were stolen. Yeah, they said, I think he took some rope and some rope knives and, or something. Yep, knives. Um, so anyway, uh, Ben's walking down the street and Loomis sees him and the um, sheriff sees him mm-hmm. and they uh, they both yell at him to freeze and he walks faster because he's, uh, we learned Scared. he had been drinking too and he's underage mm-hmm. and he'd been at a party drinking. Um Anyway, he runs in, uh, he gets hit by a car, which runs into another car and then explodes. Yeah. And, um, um, and what do they do about it? Nothing. nothing. They just get in their there, cars and there, leave. There are um, two things wrong with that that bother me so much. One, I've seen a lot of car accidents in my life. Cars don't just spontaneously blow up when they crash into each other. Yes, that is a problem. Although I did, Although I Although it was an ambulance, though. Yeah. So. I kind I of a little leeway. I I give a, I always give leeway for stuff like that because that's just mm-hmm. movie magic. It right. happens all the time. The other um, thing about that is how is that the only other kid walking around with that fucking mask on? Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he does seem to be the only one. Um, but yeah, I just always think it's so funny. Like they just they're like, oh, well, that's not Michael, and then they just leave. Right. <laughs> Nobody says anything the mask about is the dead. Burning into his yeah. Yeah, like, like oh no, that's not him. I'm like, yeah. hey, no, the mask is still on his face. Right, and is nobody not twelve feet tall. Nobody does anything about the burning teenager pinned between the ambulance and the car. Yeah, that's pretty rough. That's um, pretty rough. yeah. Uh, did you notice uh, Dana Carvey? I did not. Yeah. All right. There's only really like one, maybe two shots where you can really tell it's him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has. Uh, I don't even think he has any lines. And the movie, it's one of his first films, though. I always like to point that out to people. And no one ever cares. <laughs> I like Dana Carvey. Yeah, oh, I like Dana Carvey, too. It's just, uh, you know. But no, it's one I of those, didn't see him. Yeah, it's just one of those things. You point it out and everybody's like, whatever. Um, uh, so, anyway, uh, that's Halloween 2. What did you pick as your uh, favorite kill? Um, I picked Karen with her face getting burned off in the hot tub. That is exactly the same one I picked. <laughs> this one was a little tougher, though, because I almost went with Ben Tramer. Uh, no. Uh, you know what? No. no. I, 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 only did, I didn't pick him because he's not killed by Michael, but his death yeah. is pretty fucking spectacular. It, it is. It is definitely up there for showmanship. Yeah. I will say that. All right. So then the franchise continues one year later in 1982 with Halloween 3. Season of the Witch. I don't want to talk about this movie. Um, in this movie, using <laughs> <laughs> glaze over me saying no. Yeah. So in in this entry in the franchise, we go in a slightly different direction. 
Um, uh, so most people know, I'm sure by now, there's no Michael Myers in Halloween 3. Um, and this is where I said we, we talked briefly about Halloween 2 being the last one. Um, yeah. that, that wasn't really the um, executive producers, the, uh, the Akkads or Erwin uh, mm-hmm. Yablin's idea. That was what John Carpenter wanted. Uh, John Carpenter never wanted to make a Halloween 2 featuring Michael Myers. Um, he had an idea to release um, and sort of, or to start releasing uh, an anthology series of individual movies that were labeled as Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, so this would right. the first one would have been the first one, and that was all he ever wanted to do with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. To him, that story was over. And uh, he wanted to do, um, you know, another Halloween movie with a completely different story for the next year. He thought they could release one around Halloween every year. Um, They, uh, being the Akkads and Yablins and the uh, money people behind the project, um, wanted um, badly to have a Halloween 2 featuring Michael Myers. Because if you don't know, Halloween, the original, was the most profitable independent film of all time when it came out. Uh, until Blair Witch, right? Blair Witch. yeah right. so for about 20 years it held on to that that right. title um so obviously they're like no we, we kind of like to bring that michael guy back yeah <laughs> he's intriguing yeah um so there was a bit of a, a back and forth with him john carpenter wasn't going to do it he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna have anything to do with it they really wanted carpenter to be involved because obviously he was um even though you know deborah hill worked a, a lot on the the movies Mm-hmm. Um, he was sort of, you know, he was the director. Um, so having his name attached to a sequel, they thought would be great. Um, but they couldn't, they, they couldn't agree on what to do. Finally, the, uh, producers discovered that John Carpenter wanted to make a movie called the fog. So the deal was struck that he would write the script for Halloween two, but not direct it. Mm-hmm. And if he did that, they would put up the money so that he could make the fog. Okay. So that's, that's how we ended up with Halloween 2 with Michael Myers. Um, so when it came time for Halloween 3, um, John Carpenter had already made the fog. He, he wasn't hearing none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only way he was going to be involved was if he, they could go the anthology route, which is what they did with Season of the Witch. Yeah. So that's how we got there. Now, also, having said that, I have heard a billion different variations on that story. I may not be 100% accurate. But that's the one that seems the most likely to me, based on everything okay. else that I've heard. So, you know, if I'm wrong, tweet Ghost and tell her. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing when Rob's wrong, because I rub it in this face more than you probably would. So, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, comes out in 1982. Uh, it's a huge flop. Shocker. Because um, people go to the theater expecting to see Michael Myers. They don't get Michael Myers. They get a movie about a guy who steals a piece of Stonehenge and harnesses his magical powers to activate Halloween masks that he's made to kill all the children in the world. Um, and obviously they were disappointed by that. I would have been too. I would have yeah. been demanding my fucking money back. So, um, it, you know, word of mouth was really bad on it. And uh, I did an episode with uh, Mikey of uh, Slasher Radio that uh, he just released, actually, I think, mm-hmm. about Halloween 3. Um, and, uh, I told him, I think that the thing that killed the anthology film idea 
was the fact that they made a second movie with Michael Myers. At that point, your anthology movie's never going to take off. You know what I mean? Because now it's become yeah. the Michael Myers franchise. Right. Um, so they should have released this movie as, as Season of the Witch or came up with a different name for the, franchi- or for the anthology that they wanted to do. Right. Um, although it sucks because Halloween is a perfect name for that, that type of anthology. Right. Um, so uh, I'm guessing you don't like this movie. No, I fucking hate it. It's terrible. All right. um, Here's, like, obviously, like, I went in knowing after talking with you that Michael Myers was not in this movie. Not at all. Not in the slightest. Uh-uh. So I kind of, I tried no? to go in. No, 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 no. He no, is- no, no. Listen, no. Don't don't hit me with that bullshit. No, he was not in the movie. He's in the movie. No, no. Do you or do you not see Michael Myers on screen? No, it doesn't count. <laughs> if the movie was in a movie, I, which pisses me off even more. But I, we're not going to we're not going to talk about that. They're awful high and mighty. I tried to go in with an open mind. Okay. I did not like this movie, even thinking about how it was not like thinking going into it thinking this is not a halloween movie i did not like it i did not think it was a very good story i did not like the way it was set up there were some cool kills in it but that was about it i think my favorite part was when the little kid fucking rides off on his bike and flips his mom (laughs) off a big fuck you to mom that's pretty funny and that's about it i really did not like the movie okay so you're you're entirely wrong about this movie um but thanks for playing season of the witch is brilliant no, it's not. What um, the fuck? It, it, it is the first splinter in the Halloween timeline. This is a franchise that has many timelines. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's not even so much its own timeline as it's just an this island is of it on universe. its own. Um, but I, will, I always consider Halloween 3 to be timeline number two. Mm-hmm. Um, timeline number one continues after this. I don't <laughs> oddly even count enough. it to be a, a timeline. Well, it, I mean, it, you know. Whatever, however you want to want to phrase it, I just always have called it timeline number two yeah. in my mind. Um, but it's still a good movie. It's fun. No, it's not. And I still, I still contend, if it wasn't called Halloween three, this would be looked at as one of those early eighties goofy cult classic horror movies. The ones that horror fans love, things like Chopping Mall, and. Um, you know, these sort of just, you know, the return of the living dead, these movies that we watch and we know they're goofy, but they're still just fun. They're fun to but sit down and watch. It's not goofy. It doesn't know that it's being goofy. It was trying to be extremely serious. Yeah, that's okay. No. Um, so, uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about some <laughs> of the stuff here in this movie. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to approach it. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. It is hard to, uh, to explain the plot of this film. It is essentially what I said. A guy steals a big chunk of Stonehenge um, and then tries to kill everybody, harnessing its magical powers. Um, the, the idea for this movie, they kicked around a lot of ideas for what they were going to make as the anthology film, mm-hmm. um, or at least the first, what they thought would be the first anthology film. And this one apparently came from Deborah Hill. And she had the idea. She said um, she thought of it as witchcraft meets the computer age. Um, that was her thinking on the movie, sort of the, the theme behind it. Um, it, it. You have to give it this. It contains what might very well be the greatest advertising jingle ever written. Because you, so 
you can't get that fucking thing out of your head once you this hear is it. Pretty annoying. Yeah, although but that- I I keep seeing all over Twitter people like making jokes about like you know Halloween's coming up or whatever, and like mm-hmm. for some reason I can't get like I I've, I I do it with a different jingle. I don't think it's the right one in my uh- brain. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. uh it's it's really know. close to London Bridge, I think. Okay, then maybe I am I'm doing yeah. it correctly. I don't yeah. know, but, but it, it gets, was really annoying. It gets stuck in your head, and that is what a great advertising jingle is supposed to do. That's true. All right, um, the kills you mentioned, you talked to you, you did give it, it did props for having good kills. kills, um, and there are uh, there are a number of those throughout the the film. We'll talk about those when we get to best kill because I don't know which one you pick, mm-hmm. uh, but there are a couple I want to I want to bring up. Um, then it gives us an amazing character. Who? Dr. Chalice. Oh my God. This man is living the life that I want, Ghost. All right? He's a doctor. He's so telling he, everybody what to do. He makes decent money. All right? He's, he's flirting with the nurses at the hospital. Mm-hmm. He's clearly sleeping with that lab assistant. He's, a, he's got a drinking problem. We see that. He, uh, you know, and then... After doing all that, he grabs a six-pack, takes off with a woman half his age that he just met, and immediately he sleeps with her. Wow. This guy's a badass. Eh. Did, you not like, did you not like Dr. Chalice? I didn't like anybody in this movie. How can you not like Tom Adkins? Everybody in this movie was just annoying. Uh, speaking of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with me. Too bad. There's a little moment at the end that I love too that I, I actually don't think I've ever noticed in all the other hundred times I've watched this movie or whatever it is. Um, at the end when uh, Connell Cochran knows that he's been bested, mm-hmm. when uh, Dr. Chalice and um, uh, the young girl, Ellie. yeah, uh, Ellie, are uh, standing up on the uh, like uh, catwalk above him, yeah. you know, um, he, he, he knows he's, he's been beat and he's going to be killed he's and he looks up. Got- and he gives them a little bit of applause. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? I did. I, I, I don't think I'd ever seen that before, but I absolutely love that moment. See, there's, I'm still uncovering stuff about this movie. That's how deep it is. Sure, deep. We'll that. <laughs> I don't know. I think the biggest thing is like there's just like too many elements of things going on. Like it would have been cool enough for them to be like, all right, we chipped these fucking masks that are connected to our fucking supercomputers. They're going to do this to people. Why the fuck you got to bring in a piece of Stonehenge? And because then that's, that's what activates the loads at the end of everything. I like, that's what activates the just, chips. The computers know, are taking the powers. They're harnessing the power of Stonehenge to activate the chips to, to kill everybody. I don't know. It, things like that get me. It's, it's to me, it's just a little too far fetched. All right. It bothers me. Like when video games do that too, it bothers the shit out of me. All right. Well, let's just agree that you're wrong. No, we're going to agree that you're wrong. And this <laughs> is a terrible movie and should not be considered part of the Halloween franchise since it does not have Michael Myers. Terrible or Stone Cold Classic? Terrible. No. Right. Now, what about the. Um, okay, so you're not. You're saying Michael's not in the movie, even though we clearly see Michael. Um, <sighs> okay. The movie's not based around Michael Myers. But how about this theory, though? This is a side story. Have you heard this? This is a side story. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of Halloween 2, Michael Myers is killed. Okay. Right? Oh, and that's another Supposedly. thing I, want, I wanted to mention about uh, John Carpenter writing the script for Halloween 2 um, mm-hmm. and wanting to do the anthology thing. At the end of Halloween 2, Michael Myers is shot in both eyes and blown up 
and set on fire. And Carpenter thought, ha ha, they'll never be able to bring him back now. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Listen, there are medical miracles every day. Yeah, he thought the, he thought that character <laughs> was gone for good. And uh, no, he was not, um, as we will soon find out. But, uh, but there is a theory that, that mm-hmm. sort of takes Season of the Witch and makes it part of timeline number one. Connell Cochran has figured out a way to make realistic, real human-looking robots. We, didn't, we haven't even talked about the robots. Um, so there is a, a theory that he makes a Michael Myers robot and sends that to Haddonfield for part four. What do you think of that? That's stupid. Well, it explains why Michael's not dead, and it explains why he has such superhuman strength all of a sudden okay, and can't be killed. explain how there's a movie that they're watching. Well, Isn't that why he's on? The, he's on like the TV screen, and that's how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a commercial. There's a yeah. commercial for yeah, yeah. And they're really, um, I mean, they're they're really high on themselves the, yeah, because they call it the <laughs> they call it like the eternal classic Halloween or something. Yeah. <laughs> like they're really, really inflating themselves. So, uh, but it could because if he if he had killed those people in you nineteen in nineteen seventy eight, they could have made a movie about it. I, I mean, I, I get, you know what, whatever helps you sleep at night. So this, you feel better about loving this movie so much. It's fine. This I, really, I'll accept you either way. It all ties together. It all, no. it all ties together perfectly. Okay. All right. So the movie ends with Dr. Chalice on the phone with, I don't even know who he's supposed to be on the phone with because he's calling, he's trying to get um, the silver shamrock special taken off of mm-hmm. three broadcast channels um, yet he's doing it on one phone call, which wouldn't be possible. But anyway, yeah. aside from that, he's yelling because he gets it off the first, he gets it off the second, but the third channel's still playing it, and that is sort of where the movie ends. Happy ending or no? Well, here's my here's my theory. I think it's supposed to be ambiguous, like whatever you want. Sure. But okay, so if that theory is that, then in part four they send like Michael Myers or whatever. How are there any fucking kids left in the world? I swear to God, they all bought those goddamn masks. They did uh, all buy those masks, but the ones that would have been saved would have been um, like uh, kids like me who were poor and didn't get brand name stuff like that. Fair. And the ones who were watching TV to watch the special, it went off the air and they were too lazy to get up and change the channel. Because remember, this was before everybody had a remote control for their television yet. but it was a giveaway, man. You used to have to get up and walk across the room and change the there channel a, yourself. There was a contest, though. You think yeah. kids were scrambling to change the channel <laughs> and find out what the fuck happened? Yeah. I, I would have been. Um, I think uh, I go, uh, you know, sort of that middle ground. Probably saved some kids, but a lot of them probably died because there were back in the day only three channels. So if it wasn't on one, you'd flip to the other. If it wasn't on that, you'd flip to the third, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, did you pick up on any of the connections? to uh the other two films i'm sure i did at the time uh, they're not they're not great like direct connections there's just a few of them um the the um do you know what the tagline is for this movie i don't want to know no no no. all right so the tagline for the original movie very famously is the night he came home right the tagline for this movie is the night no one comes home Mm. which i think is pretty brilliant when you think about it right because Michael's not coming home. He's not in this movie. And your kids That's aren't coming true. home either. True. No one's coming home. Uh, this one does start with a jack-o'-lantern at the beginning. 
It's mm-hmm. just a digital jack-o'-lantern on a computer screen this time around. Um, Annie from the original movie plays Dr. Chalice's ex-wife, Linda, in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's the same actress. I did pick up that um, Jamie Lee Curtis was the voice mm-hmm. of the operator. Twice. She's the phone yes. operator and the and, PA announcer. Right. I was like, is that who I think it is? I said, that's Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> it is. in this movie. Yep, it is. That was the other connection that I had. Um, and, th- and then there are some other ones, but, uh, you know, they're sort of a little iffier. Mm-hmm. Uh, iffier than my robot theory, if you can believe that. All right, so clearly you don't like Halloween 3, Season of the no. Witch. Uh, this is a, a divisive film. Uh, it is one that I get tired of arguing about every single year. Because <laughs> you know you're wrong. Around this time, it's uh, just exhausting. Um, uh, you know, the people who don't like it, like you, are going to, you know, just miss out on one of the great pleasures for the rest of your life, and that's fine it's with me. It's not a good movie. You do what you want to do. Um, were there um, were there any moments, anything that you uh, really liked? No, I told Nothing? you I really did not like anything about this movie. It yeah. was really not that good. The one moment I really, really liked was the kid flipping his mom off. Yeah. Because he rode away on his bike. Yeah. Actually, she yelled right. at him for not riding his bike. Yeah. This, uh, this Tom Atkins hate will not stand on this podcast. <laughs> Tom Atkins. I say I hate him. He's the man. I'm just saying the movie is shit. And uh, Dr. Chalice is a hero. Okay. A uh, hero in your mind. It was all. All right, so what what did you have for best kill? Um, Buddy Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good one. mask and all the bugs, because that was the, the snake fucking, I lost at that. Like, yeah. I like snakes, but out of your mouth, out of your yeah. head hole that you probably have? No, thanks. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, that is, a, that is a good one. That's where we get to see exactly what the masks do. Right. Um, now, we get a little sneak peek of uh, what can happen when the mask, quote, unquote, is misfires. No, no, this is not my favorite. Um, When it, uh, Marge, who's another guest at the Mm -hmm. cheap motel in town, um, gets her face blown apart, basically. And it looks incredible. I almost picked that one. Yeah, the effects on her face look great. Yeah, I almost picked that one. Uh, The one I went with, however, is um, the uh, guy in the hospital, Ellie's dad. Mm-hmm. When the robot sticks its fingers in his eye sockets oh, yeah. and grabs and breaks his skull like the bridge of his nose pulls up and yeah, just Yeah, that is pretty good. Oh, and then and then the robot goes out, sits in his car, dumps gasoline on himself and lights himself on fire. Yeah. Yeah, pretty amazing. You're coming around on this movie. You're going to like it soon. No, I'm not. I like I said, I gave it some credit. The kills are pretty cool, but like the the whole story just throws me. I do not like it. All right. Well, that is um, that is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and that is um, the end of Timeline 2, <laughs> I guess. The, the beginning, beginning and the end. The end. end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the entirety, the running time of that movie is the entirety of Timeline 2. <laughs> Little detours, we head back to Timeline 1. Yay. Uh, this is uh, Halloween 4. The Return of Michael Myers, and it came out in 1988, so we had uh, a good six-year gap Yeah, in the franchise. Uh, my, uh, John Carpenter's done. He's gone from, from it. He doesn't have anything to do with the franchise now at all, other than, as he says um, in his own words, collecting a big fat check every time they make a movie. Um, I like this one. I do, too. 
overall. This one is a, is a, a pretty entertaining movie. Um, and I love, there's a, there's a, uh, at the beginning, there's a music cue that is absolutely perfect. And it's when they start moving, Michael, like we don't really, there's no music or anything. We don't hear the Halloween theme mm-hmm. when they're going into the hospital to get him. It's not until right. they start pushing his gurney, they push him through the door and into the rain. That's when the music kicks in and it's just so perfectly timed. Yep. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. marvel at that every time. Um, the story for this movie, I, it's also, this. Uh, the movie is Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. They wanted to make sure that people knew Michael was in this one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't yeah. blame him. Um, and so it's... Uh, this is almost, in a in some way, um, the first movie again. Um, it's sort of in the same way that um, uh, I'm trying to think of the stupid Star Wars movies' names. Um, the what Force was it? Awakens. Yeah, and in sort of the same way that the Force Awakens is very similar to the original mm-hmm. Star Wars, this one is sort of the same thing. There's a lot of similarities here. It follows a lot of the same structure, a lot of the beats. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine. It works, it right? Does. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, like and they do lot. do, and they do do. I mean, some different stuff, some interesting stuff. Um, but so Michael's being transferred, and uh, he escapes. I, I imagine how many lives they could save if they transferred Michael Myers on, say, in April, instead of always doing it the day before Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, just you pick know how any- many lives they could save. They just don't transfer us at yeah. all. Yeah, just leave him there. Um, so uh, when he's leaving the hospital, when, when they're transferring him from wherever he's at to wherever he's going, he's in an ambulance. And they think he's in a coma, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think because he's still obviously, because it's from stems from off of Halloween too. So he's yeah. still in a coma from all the fucking gunshots and being basically burned alive. He probably yeah. had so many third degree burns. Well, what they don't know is that he's actually a robot who hasn't been properly charged yet. If they had just plugged him into his charger, he'd do. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, they think he's in a coma. He, uh, he snaps out of it, whatever, awakens, I don't know. And um, he hears the two like nurses, I guess, EMTs. What are, who's mm-hmm. in the ambulance? I don't even know who the hell those people are. I think they are, were but... EMTs. Yeah, anyway, they're they, um, talking about how Lori Strode died in a car accident. Um, and they mentioned that she had a daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, now Michael has to go to Haddonfield to kill his niece. Um, so the ambulance uh, uh, wrecks. Assume Michael caused it. I don't know that we see Shocking. it. Um, actually, we do see it. Yeah, he yeah, starts smashing their heads into the side of the, mm-hmm. the ambulance and uh, it causes it to you know, overturn. And uh, he escapes, and he's on his way to Haddonfield, um, where he is going to chase down young Jamie Lloyd. Um, and that's that's pretty much you know the movie, uh, or the basis of the movie. Um, it's uh, I noticed uh, Danielle Harris is in this movie. Yep. Um, as uh, Jamie, even uh, she's a very good actress for a child. Oh yeah. I, I mean, yeah, she's really good in this role. Yeah, she is. Um, you know, because I, I normally, like, kid actors, I'm just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so kid actor, great. Um, but she was, uh, she was excellent, uh, I thought, in, in this movie. I really liked um, 
her uh, sister. Mm-hmm. What was her Rachel. name? Uh, Rachel. Yes. Uh, for some reason, I always have. I always want to call her Nancy, but I know that's not right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, I I really like the character of Ra- character of Rachel. Um, yeah. Uh, but so anyway, there are some other things that I, I like about the movie is this one. They show the uh, sort of lynch mob of like local yokels. <laughs> you know, local yeah, the guys who are like, yeah. you know, oh, we're gonna get our guns and teach that boy a lesson, you know, yeah. and, uh, and they leave the bar, of course, with their shotguns. Always a great right. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we had seen a little more of those guys. You know, I, I don't know exactly what I, I just I that concept I really like and I don't think it ever really gets explored again. No, it doesn't. In, in the I don't franchise. know if there's really an, like another good moment to kind of have them. Yeah, I don't know what they could have done with it. There. I just wish we would have seen a little more of that or yeah. explored that idea um, a little bit more. Um, but the, it's enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, the movie takes place in Illinois. You live in Illinois. I live right I next do. door in Indiana. And that is exactly how people in Indiana would react. And I assume probably Illinois as well. I mean, maybe small town Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Haddonfield. It's small yeah. town. Yeah. Um, the uh, sheriff's daughter, whose name I did not make a note of, I should have, has the greatest T-shirt in the world. She's wearing a T-shirt yep. that says "Cops Do It <laughs> by the Book." <laughs> yeah. Uh, makes me laugh oh, every time that? I see it. I also wonder why, when all these people show up at her house, she doesn't bother to put on pants for a long time. She's just walking around. <laughs> if my dad walked in and I had no pants on, yeah, oh, no, yeah, I'd have been running up those fucking stairs trying to put pants on something. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, the death of Michael, who uh, is shot and seems to fall down a mine shaft in Illinois. Are there a lot of mine shafts in Illinois? There are none that I know I'm aware yeah. of, but they, I also don't, you know, search up. Yeah. Don't those shafts. tend to be in like mountainous areas where they actually I, mine for things? Well, I will say I a long time ago. Um, oh, apparently there are abandoned mines. Oh, um, right. in Illinois. Um, but I, I know that in I went to St. Louis mm-hmm. a long time ago. Uh, this was years never. Years I have never had a good time in St. Louis. Uh, well, we stayed outside of St. Louis and we did this little like tour of like a, an old like mine shaft. Well, I don't know if it was a yeah. I'm pretty sure it was mine shaft. It was a hmm. big fucking yeah. They were called the Bonterre Mines. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I, after I a potato. I thought that it was uh I thought it was odd but apparently that is uh something that can happen. And then we get the ending. Um the ending uh, shows uh young Jamie in a clown costume similar to the one that uh young Michael was wearing at the very beginning of the original film and she goes in and stabs her um uh foster mother and uh, then comes out. We don't see we don't see her stabbing her mother, do do we? Um, no, I we don't, don't think so. Hear the scream. Yeah, yeah. She steps out onto the uh, top of the stairway. She's uh, holding a knife. She's uh, got blood on her. And I never noticed until this rewatch that Loomis is ready to shoot her ass. Did you see that? You didn't notice? That? <laughs> no, he pulls his oh, gun. Yeah, he pulls his gun. Is like ready to shoot her ass because yeah. he's like, oh no, the cycle. It's gonna happen again. Yeah, yeah. Um. But uh, he doesn't shoot her, and uh, that's sort of where we leave it. So they've set up that it looks like uh, going forward, Jamie is um, going to be the killer. 
in the franchise. And originally that was an idea that they had. Um, they flirted with going that direction and then ultimately they pulled back um, yeah. and brought back Michael I'm instead. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they pulled back. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I think switching the killer like that, like will not build well for a franchise. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, um, I mean, could you imagine them switching like a killers and like nightmare on Elm street? Right. Yeah. Or imagine you watch a Friday the 13th movie where a guy's killing people in a Jason costume the whole time. And then at the end, you find out it's not really Jason. That was his a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> his name's Roy. <laughs> fucking Roy. <laughs> terrible movie. Terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a weird, uh, sort of ending, but this franchise is about to get really weird. So yeah, this is definitely not kind of the fits. weirdest. Of yeah. All of them. I, yeah. I mean, it was really upsetting. I remember I was messaging you when I started watching this one. I was like, um, excuse me what happened to laurie strode You're yeah like, uh, no. she's dead and i was like what yeah 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 she died in a car was, accident yeah i'm used to you know watching like i had never seen three four five six in this series yeah before we did this because like i was like oh whatever i've seen the first two they're really good i don't like i just never got around to it okay but i was like she's dead i thought it was gonna be something like scream where she's so laurie short is so prominent in these movies i figured oh it's just gonna be like fucking sydney like she gonna be in everyone yeah no no nope she is not Um, car accident she went through all that to die in a fucking car accident yeah but they couldn't keep her coming back yeah i mean at that point she was jamie lee curtis she's not gonna come back and do halloween every time they want to make a movie you know what i mean um she went on to to bigger and better things and then returned to the franchise that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, Loomis, uh, things are going to get weird, and Loomis trying to shoot this young girl at the top of the stairs is not the weirdest thing that he's going <laughs> to do uh, no. as he slowly loses his damn mind. Um, that's all I've got. Anything uh, that you wanted to mention about uh, Halloween yeah. 4? I don't know. Just like, I, I'm really glad that they didn't go that route of making Jamie, like the new, like, Michael. Yeah. That that would really would have really 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 bothered me. Um, I think part of the, what makes Michael Michael is that we don't ever really know. Like, I mean, other than six, we don't really know why he's got it out for his, his whole family. Yeah, basically, you know? we don't know why he wants to, and that's really intriguing because everybody else kind of has like their origin of why they do this. Freddie wants revenge. Jason also wants revenge slash his mother mother ghost is telling him to do it you know yeah he never had like a this is why yeah no Um, so i'm glad they didn't do that i also want to point out i thought that it was really strange that he was nursed you know he like crawls through the thing and like i was like why he's gonna have sepsis He's going to die. He's been shot how many times? Oh, yeah. Well, you're... through, like, a sewer. You I moved might be the, going ahead. Yeah, you moved at the beginning of five. Listen, yeah. Listen, they all... They blended together. Well, this one... This one runs... I mean, it... it five they picks run up... Right into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Um, right after this one. So, but, um, no, I think you're right. I think that it was an interesting idea by the right. filmmakers, but mm-hmm. um, one that they were better off I'm leaving. I'm glad over. they kind of explored it a little bit without... Yeah you know fully yeah. being like this is the way we're going yeah but then it sort of makes for this weird corner that you've painted the care the the uh jamie character in right going into the next film and boy is it weird uh <laughs> what yeah. uh what do you name as best kill for halloween 4? um 
I not a lot, a lot of a lot of the kills were mediocre in this. Yeah, movie. there were not a lot of great there kills. There were in not this a movie. lot of good ones. So I picked um, I think his name's Bucky. I think that's what his name yes, is when he gets the, uh, thrown into yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. basically gets electrocuted. And yeah, the he's at power shuts off. Yeah, he's at the um. Well, I don't even know what those things are called. Uh, a, a transformer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. What it is? Yeah, the big electrical mm-hmm. thing. He's uh, he's working there, and uh, yeah, he wears a hard hat that says Bucky. That's how you know his name. Yep. And uh, he uh, starts lipping off to Michael, and Michael tosses him into it, and he gets electrocuted. Yeah, there are not a lot of great kills in this one. Mm-hmm. I picked the sheriff's daughter. Um. Okay. Sim- simply because Michael grabs a shotgun and he doesn't shoot her with it. He stabs oh, yeah, her with it. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, which is not, not really what I would have thought to do if I had a gun and was trying to kill somebody. That, um, that is true. But yeah, he runs it. He runs it right through her. I think by that time though, she had changed out of her cops do it by the book shirt. So that didn't get I'm ruined. Sure. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's floating around somewhere. Yeah. It's out there. Uh, so that brings us then to Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. And that was out the very next year, 1989. That makes sense. I mean, she looks like they uh, they had to have shot him back to back because she looks the same, like she didn't age. Uh, Jamie. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously they, they were real close together. Um, so this one, as you mentioned, uh, shows us how Michael survived. Um, still being shot like he, I mean, it doesn't show us how he survived being shot that many times, but it does show us how he got out of the mine right. um, as he follows a mine shaft. It leads out to a, a river, I guess that is a small yeah. river, whatever, and floats down it until, um, arriving at a shack of a weird hermit guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm. I just. It still baffles me. I'm like the whole time I was like screaming at my TV. I was like, "How has he not died of fucking sepsis and infection?" Yeah, there was. How is um, this hermit nursing him back to health? There was supposed to be. Um, they shot a lot more with mm-hmm. the hermit guy, um, and he was sort of a, a main uh, major character. Oh, really? And a well, not a major character, but he. Um, major enough. Yeah. Um, but uh, they cut the the footage out and it had been uh, lost for a long time. And then about a year ago, um, somebody yeah. claimed to have discovered it. So oh, wow. I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll get to see it or not. Uh, the character's name is Dr. Death. Dr. Death. What? Yeah. They claim Dr. Death and he's almost got this weird sort of voodoo kind of thing going on apparently. And there's an altar there and there's a big stalactite over it. And, um, Apparently, he's the one who tattoos the thorn symbol on Michael's wrist. Um, and then when Michael wakes up, he obviously he kills him. <laughs> so is that then? So um, I wonder why they cut all that out. I don't know. I don't know. It would have um, made a lot more sense going into the next one. Yeah. Um, anyway, they yeah they cut all that out, and but apparently the footage has been found now. Oh. Um. So then we've got um, the most annoying character ever, Tina. I am no fan of Tina. No, she's pretty annoying. Um, She is, uh, yeah, just super, super annoying. And um, Rachel is killed. Also not a big fan of that decision. I was so mad. I was like, wait, I was watching it. I I must have missed it. Oh, really? and, um, yeah, because I was doing something else at the time. I was trying to multitask a little bit because there's a lot of movies to get through. Uh-huh. And I was like, 
I, I was watching them. My cousin was over, and I was like, "What the fuck happened to Rachel?" He was like, "Uh, she's dead." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Wait, what? Excuse me?" Yeah. So I had to Rachel. go back. Yeah, I was kind of, um, you know, I, looking at it now, I'm like, why couldn't they have killed Tina and kept Rachel around? Yeah, that would have been much better. Tina is so annoying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like all of the characters in this one were. All of them are terrible. Not a single one was likable. Mm -mm. Nope, I do not like these people at all. Um, so let's see. Um, we've got uh, Rachel gets killed, and then, uh, oh, oh, before she gets killed. Um, we are introduced to this weird psychic connection between Jamie and Michael, which is never really explained. Nope. Um, there's just a psychic connection all, all of a sudden. Jamie, by the way, um, uh, apparently traumatized by what happened with her stepmother is at a children's um, facility, a children's hospital, whatever it's called, and um, mm. she no longer talks. Yeah. Um, and uh she uh but she now has this psychic connection with her uncle uh for unexplained reasons and um so she has a freak out at the hospital and uh loomis who's just hanging around because he's loomis um and he does nothing but scream at her this entire movie like this I poor was, <laughs> this poor no, little I was girl. Like, what do you think you're gonna get through? Clearly she's fucking mute from being traumatized. Yeah. You're just gonna continue to scream yeah. at her like yeah. that's gonna make any difference. Did it work with Michael for the fifteen years he was in your care? Yeah. I mean Loomis no. is just he's full on this is as lunatic as Loomis gets. I know, he's, he's a piece of work, man. He he's is full on it. he's full on crazy in this in this one. Um but anyway, she has some sort of freak out and um I don't even remember how she signals for him to call and check on Rachel. Mm -hmm. um but they they call and check on rachel uh, long story short the door is open she can't find the dog um loomis tells her to leave the house right away and call the cops so she goes out in a towel um because she was in the shower mm -hmm. and she uh she goes to the neighbors he calls the cops now that's what i want to talk about is the cops did you notice the stupid sound effects that they played no oh it is i don't even know how to describe it but when the cops come walking um, over to talk to Rachel, mm -hmm. there are these dumb sound effects that play slightly in the background. You can you can hear them; they're there, uh, but they're not real prominent coming through. Mm -hmm. And it's um, I guess it's supposed to be funny because it's the kind of a it's the kind of sound you would play to indicate that someone's stupid. But I don't understand why they put it there. It's so out of place and so weird. Yeah, no, I didn't notice that. Uh, but I mean, I might have noticed it at the time, but I not now. Yeah, I was really hoping you would have noticed that because I, I just, for the life of me, cannot figure out um, why. They why did that. Yeah, why they did that. Completely, completely stupid. Um, uh, so then uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel gets killed, sorry. Um, and then there's a whole thing where Jamie keeps having the psychic connections with Michael. Michael is going around What's stalking all the of the, go ahead. I was just going to say the weirdest part about her the, like psychic connection is as she's having it, she's having like a full on seizure. Yeah. Yeah. She really, yeah. She goes into like full on freak out mode. Yeah. Uh, and then Loomis starts shaking her even more. Poor girl's brain's got to be rattling around in her right? skull. Um, so Michael has um, started following uh, around Tina and her friends and um, eventually picks all of them off one by one. You're not sad to see any of them go. Because nope. you don't you don't like any of them. They're all horrible. Um, eventually, uh, there's a scene where 
um, Jamie and another little boy are running through a field and Michael is chasing them in a car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love the, I love this scene. Um, mm-hmm. when he hits the tree and you just hear the horn because obviously yep. he's smacked into the tree and he's laying on the horn and then the, the horn just stops yep. to indicate that he's no, you're, you're not out of the, <laughs> you're not, not, you're not in the clear yet. yet. Yeah. yeah, no, he's, he's coming. Uh, but it's I absolutely running. love that. And it goes on. I mean, that horn goes on for a long time. Yeah. Like there's a whole thing where they're like talking and stuff and this horn's just sort of there in the background and then it just stops. <laughs> it's so great. Um, I think that might be the, the, one of my favorite, that's probably my favorite moment of the entire movie. Um, yeah. And so he, uh, he chases um, Jamie around. Somehow they end up at the Myers house. Oh, no, no, no. This is where Loomis loses his mind um, and decides to use Jamie as literally uses this like, how old is she? Like nine, she's 10? A, yeah. I don't, I don't think she's even that old. Yeah. Literally uses this young girl as bait for a serial <laughs> killer <laughs> um, to lure him back to um, the Myers house. And um, it, basically the movie wraps up there. There's a very uh, intense, I mean, Michael really goes after this little girl in this movie. I know. Yeah. I mean, and, and that is, I that, think the final that, note that I wrote about this movie is mm-hmm. that, um, it just seems meaner than all the other ones that we've seen so far. Um, and I know that's a weird thing to say because obviously no. there's, you know, murder in all the other movies, but this seems much more mean spirited. I think it's cause he's going after a little kid. Yeah. You know, was, I mean, one thing, you know, he's going after his sister or whatever. She's, you know, almost an adult, but like, yeah. this is just a little, little helpless kid who, you know, you know, she doesn't really know yeah. any better. And, like, there's that scene at the end where she's like, uncle? Yeah, yeah, there is and that. he stops. Yeah, he stops. He he, uh, he takes his mask off mm-hmm. so she can see his face. Uh, and a tear runs down his eyes. Mm-hmm. It runs down his cheek, and she goes to wipe it off, and that sets him off yeah. again. Um, which, I, in describing that, sounds like it could actually have been a nice moment in the movie, but it just mm-hmm. comes off as manufactured. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um, ultimately, I don't. I don't think uh, this movie's very good. I don't hate this one. Um, it's definitely not at the bottom of my list. But. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of uh, part five at all. Was uh, what? What stood out to you about uh, the revenge of Michael Myers? I mean, I, 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 I enjoyed this movie. I, I like that it was a different. Um, I always mix up protagonist, antagonist, protagonist, I guess. It's not Laurie Strode. It's her daughter. Protagonist is the good guys. Yeah. It's her daughter. I just, there's just so many things that are just weird about it. Like the whole psychic connection, there's no real explanation of why it happens. There's no real, it just out of nowhere happens. Is it because she fucking stabbed her, her foster mom? Yeah, yeah, like, I don't even know. Is that what caused the connection of them, you know, committing almost the exact same crime? Yeah. I mean, granted, I, it was stepmom versus, you know, sister, but yeah, it, that it's was really fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's never explained. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just a, there's a lot of holes, I feel like, in this movie, yeah. too. Loomis and, loses his marbles beyond yeah, belief, screaming yeah. at a little girl the entire movie. I don't know how she yeah. kicking and screaming smacked the shit out of him, because I probably would have. Through the first 
uh, four movies of this franchise. Well, not including three because he's not in it. So three of the first four movies of this franchise. Loomis is one of my favorite characters. Um, and by the end of five, I end up hating him. Like he's yeah. just... He just talks weird, and I think that's part of the reason. Like, I don't really like him is the, yeah. the way he talks. I mean, no, I get it, don't say that. You think it's because Michael he's Myers. British? No, it's. I'm not talking about the accent. I'm talking about he just <laughs> talks so fucking old school. Well, he's old. I I guess he's old and he's English. That's how they talk over there. You reach a certain age in in England, and that's you just say weird things. Oh, okay so his descent started much much sooner than we thought yeah no um yeah i i don't like uh i don't like the loomis character in this movie mm-hmm. at all i think they went too far with it um you know it's supposed to show his obsession with michael myers i get that but it, it goes too far to where he's just a, an insane person yeah and i don't like I think, is it this one? The whole movie, there's like this weird guy in a trench coat. Yeah. That they're just kind of build up to something. And then at yeah. the very end, it's like, oh, um, Michael's yeah. gone. His cell's empty after they told they told poor Jamie. He'll yeah. be locked up for the rest of his life. And then she goes back, he's fucking missing. Like, yeah. So at the end I of the movie, yeah. the ending in this. Um, I, I almost forgot about that. That's kind of a yeah. big deal. Um, so yeah, throughout the movie, we, we do sort of see these... Um, shots of uh really just this guy's like boots mm-hmm. walking he's wearing like black boots and we can see that he's got on like a black trench coat and um they're just sort of in there you don't know what they are uh at the end of the movie um uh, this time they haven't killed michael right. um he was uh shot they with I, him. I assume tranquilizer darts and had a big chain net dropped on him yeah uh, uh excuse me so they have him um they have him locked up in a cell. Um, hilariously, he's still wearing his mask, which right. I don't, I mean, I'm not a, a police officer, but I would think they would take that off. <laughs> you yeah, know. I, I would agree. I think yeah, they would. yeah. You don't get he to wear that in your mug shot, I don't think. <laughs> no. um, but he's, he's, he's just that fucking ugly from all this shit. Yeah. Getting shot in the face and burned up. They're just like, you know what? You can keep the mask. <laughs> uh, he's chained up inside of a, a cell. Looks like he's chained up to like a chair or something. I don't know. And uh, still wearing his mask. And Jamie sees him, as you said, and they tell her she's, he's going to be there forever. He's never going to get out, whatever. Um, she goes out, gets into a uh, police car. They're going to give her a ride home. And we see this mysterious man in black walk into the police station. And we hear all hell breaking loose inside. Gunshots and screaming and all sorts of things. And then there's an explosion. And um, Jamie finally goes in to, to see uh, what's going on. And um, all of the police officers <laughs> um, of Haddonfield are once again dead. They, this the entire police force has been wiped out like three times in this franchise at this point. Right. I'm like, um, how do they keep hiring? Yeah, these? right. Yeah. The, they probably got to get like a really good like bonus for sign <laughs> up. Um, uh, but anyway, they, they're all dead. And uh, she goes back to the cell and it's empty. So whoever this man in black is uh, helped free Michael Myers. Now, funny note about this. Um, the producers insisted that they put this in the movie um, because they knew that they were, they already knew they were going to make a, a part six mm-hmm. and they wanted a, a through line. Right. Um, so, but they didn't, they didn't really tell them how it had to be done. They just had to come up with a, a actually, I don't even know if they told him it had to be a man in, in black. It just, they needed something to, to lead into the next film. Uh-huh. Um, so the filmmakers made this 
And then when it came time to uh, for him to make part six, the guys who were making uh, part six were apparently really pissed because they had no idea what to do with this guy in black who just shows up out of nowhere all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, there wasn't really much of a plan going forward, and I think it shows. We'll talk about part six in a moment. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so best kill. Best kill was um I think her name was Sam with the scythe. Oh yeah. yeah that, that, scythe. I, I almost picked that one. Um I also almost picked um uh Tina's boyfriend who gets that hook thing through the head. Yep. The guy who's mm-hmm. obsessed with his car. I like that one too. I went with the pitchfork through the back. Um yeah. of Sam's boyfriend. Uh, whose name I don't know if we ever, even ever learn. Uh, <laughs> Spitz, I think was his name. Yeah, um, but uh, they're having sex in the barn, and Michael um, runs a pitchfork through his back. And I was wondering if they were going to do the double kill and go through him into her too, but they did not. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping for that, but I'm yeah. glad we got uh, different kills for him. Yeah, so that leads us then to um, another long break. Halloween 5 came out in 1989. Didn't do very well at the uh, box office, and we didn't get Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, until 1995. Um, So the first question that I have to ask about The Curse of Michael Myers, and by the way, it's not called Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. It's just Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Don't know why. Um, uh, Did you watch the theatrical cut or the producer's cut? Um, I... I do not know. Uh, okay. I did not know there was a difference. Um, I Where did I watch this on? I there, think this one was on... Was this one on Shudder? I can't remember. I had to watch them in different spots. Shudder yeah. had some, and I had to watch a couple on AMC, which sucked because they were cut for time. And, oh, yeah. Like, language and violence and shit, which was annoying as hell. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure I watched this one on Shutter, so I don't know which one they have on okay. there. Well, let me I ask you. Imagine theatrical. There are quite a uh, a few differences, um, some bigger than others. But let me ask you this: in the version that you saw, was Michael the father of Jamie's baby? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really okay. remember. All right. <laughs> remember um, that one? I I got to that one. That was one of the last ones I watched when I watched like a whole sequence of yeah. them, and I was starting to fade out with that one. I was going to rewatch it again, but I was like, I cannot rewatch this movie again. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's not. Good. I kind of assumed that he was. Okay. Um, based on the storyline of the movie, in the in the producer's cut, he is the father of of her baby. Which is fucking weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed um, about that. And the theatrical cut, it's not um, really. It's it's left ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that it's ever stayed. I like in the producer's cut. I think they basically just come out and say, "Hey, we had to screw your niece," you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the theatrical cut, it's not. Now, I chose to watch the theatrical cut uh, for one simple reason: um, it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get through this movie as quickly as possible. I don't like this one. Uh, it's it's a hot mess. It's all over the damn place. Um, I agree. Honestly, it's confusing. I don't even know that I'll be able to sum it up at all. Um, the don't producers me to do it. the producers cut is probably the better of the two, mm-hmm. but even that one's not good. So you know, I thought, well, if it'll save me ten minutes of time or whatever, I want to watch the theatrical cut. Yeah. Um, I, this movie, it was you were right. It was all over the place. It was kind of hard to follow in spots. Although I did. 
I did appreciate that they were trying to come up with the reason why Michael was the way he was, but the way they went about it was just all wrong. I did I didn't like that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Um I, I'm not a lot of times I think um movies try to explain too much. You yeah. know? Like I don't need to know why he's evil. He's just evil. Yeah. Um and that's good enough for me. Now, granted, this is the sixth film in a franchise. You know, eventually the ideas are gonna start to, you know, uh, run out so you're gonna <laughs> he's only got so many family members to try to kill yeah so you're gonna want to uh, uh you know maybe explore his uh his background and figure out why mm-hmm. um all right so uh, in this movie geez i gotta grab something to drink hold up okay i'm dying that's not good so jamie is um grown now i mean she's not old but she's how old do you think she was in this movie um i like did the math and i was like she's only got to be like fucking 15 in this movie there's no way yeah but i think she was meant to be older i think they wanted her to be older yeah but, like you do the math if she was only uh, how how many year difference is it from this one six six so I guess yeah. maybe sixteen, yeah. roughly, if she was ten yeah. in the first one. I don't remember what the. I think I did the math at the time to figure out how old she was in that movie. Yeah, in well, four, but they cast an actress who was um, a little bit older than, than mm-hmm. da- uh, Danielle Harris. Was, yeah, um, well, Danielle Harris really wanted to to come back and play the role, mm-hmm. um, but they couldn't. They just couldn't work it out. Um, so uh, we anyway, she she's now grown and um, she's uh, having a baby, <clears throat> which may or may not be Michael's, and um, she escapes uh, the clutches. We don't know where she is. She's just in this mm-hmm. dank, scary, weird hospital place thing. Yeah, I was very confused <clears throat> when I turned that movie on. I was like, did I turn the right movie on? Yeah, yeah. Um, so she escapes and. Um, uh, not for long. She ends up dead pretty soon. Um, Paul Rudd is in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the man has never aged, I swear to God. Yeah, he plays Tommy Doyle, who is uh, the kid that Laurie Strode was babysitting in the first Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. He's now uh, grown, and he's really creepy. And still living in Haddonfield. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. Uh, right That's across the street from... That's about this franchise. Like, why do all these people stay yeah. in this town? Yeah, he, uh, he lives right across the street from the Myers house. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah he's uh yeah just a it's a weird performance overall by Paul Rudd I think um I assume yeah. he did it on purpose because Very Paul Rudd's bizarre. a good actor he doesn't mm-hmm. um but it is a, a bizarre performance also uh in the credits he's listed as Paul Stephen Rudd I don't know what that's about <laughs> yeah um, well, but it weird. is there is no mistaking the fact that it is the Paul Rudd because he looks right. exactly the same um. Anyway, so he is obsessed with Michael Myers. He never really got over the uh, the events of that night when he was a kid, and he's obsessed with Michael Myers. Don't blame him. Uh, we've got a new family of Strodes uh, now living in the old Myers house. Uh, apparently, Lori's father was a real estate agent. We learned that in the first movie. He's mm-hmm. trying to sell the Myers house. We also learned that in the first movie. Uh, here we are. Uh, 17 years later. <laughs> house still and, can't be sold. Yeah. So uh, his brother has moved his family into the house um, because he got it super cheap because mm-hmm. they couldn't, they couldn't sell it. He didn't tell his family what happened there. Apparently 
Um, although I don't know how you live in a, a town the size of Haddonfield um, where this is probably the, like, yeah, hey. the only thing that's ever happened and no one tells you that, but right. uh, whatever. Um, the dad of the family is a, a huge jerk. He's um, an asshole. Our main Jesus. character is, um, uh, what is her name? Kara. Kara, that's right. I should have written that down. Um, our main character, uh, basically the film is Kara, and she has a young boy named um, Danny, and then um, we also meet her mother, who's a meek little woman, and um, her brother, who is obnoxious, and at one point sounds exactly like Beavis and or Butthead. Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, really, re really weird uh, yeah. line reading from that guy on that. Um, and I also think that it was really weird because it sounded like it had been ADR'd in. So he would have had as many takes as he wanted to get it right. And they <laughs> and went they with still want that one. Yeah, they went with that one. Um, and his girlfriend, we also meet her. And that's, that's the main nucleus of the movie. Um, and so uh, as the movie goes on, uh, well, well, let's let's start with with Jamie because she in the theatrical cut she gets killed off really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, she leaves for so, all right. So she leaves the hospital where she had the baby, the quote unquote right. weird, creepy, dirty hospital. Um, she steals a truck and she drives to the bus station where she stops. Don't understand why you go to the bus station and not the police station, but uh, you know, know. Uh, whatever. Um, she goes into the bus station and uh, she, uh, I don't remember. Oh, she, the radio's playing and she hears a radio show where they're talking about Michael Myers. So she somehow uses a payphone without any money. I can't assume that she had change to put in that payphone. No. But, but so she calls this radio station, they put her on the air uh, and she's yelling about how Michael Myers is coming. And of course they're making fun of her because you know, they think she's crazy right. and that's, mm -hmm. that's how radio people are. Uh, um, they hang up on her and, uh, so then she decides um, to take her baby down a set of stairs into a bathroom and apparently tuck it away in a cabinet. How no one heard that baby. Yeah. And then she runs away, um, gets back in the truck and starts driving. But by this time, now Michael has somehow commandeered a vehicle. Maybe, maybe he got it at the hospital. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and he runs her off the road chases her into a barn where he kills her on uh, some farm machinery that's, that's inside the barn. Yep. Um, it, is that how it played out in the version that you saw? Yes. Okay. Then you saw the theatrical cut. All you saw right. the same one. Uh, it's a little, it's slightly different in the producer's cut. Um, here in a few minutes in the theatrical cut, Tommy Doyle, um, after finding her baby runs into Dr. Loomis at the hospital mm -hmm. and it's never explained why Loomis is at the hospital in the theatrical yeah. cut and the producer's cut. Jamie survives um, being attacked by Michael. He doesn't impale her on farm machinery. I think he stabs her a few mm -hmm. times and she oh. survives and, and goes to the hospital and Loomis goes there because he finds out. Ah. That's why he's there. But in the theatrical cut, he's just hangs out at the hospital, I guess. I don't know who the hell knows. He's, he's a weird guy. Yeah. At this um, point he's fucking lost. Well, it, so. he seems to have in this movie, he seems to have turned it around a little bit. I think retirement was good for him. Yeah, oh yeah. Because he's living out in the we see him uh, living out in the country, writing a book, just hanging yeah. out and uh, enjoying his retirement. So maybe uh, oh, maybe yeah. he's not as bad. Maybe. Um. Uh. So I, I mentioned Tommy Doyle got uh, got her baby. He 
somehow used his sense of super hearing to figure out that she was at the bus station because he heard her phone call on the radio. Um, and lucky for him, no one cleans a bus station because there's a trail of blood leading from the phone booth all the way to the bathroom, which he follows where he finds a baby that apparently no one else has noticed either. Or her. How do you not hear a baby screaming? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he takes the baby and, uh, then he goes, uh, he, he, um, Go, takes the baby to the hospital. He runs into Loomis, but he freaks everybody out because he's a big weirdo and they call security. So he has to run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that the radio show that we heard is coming to Haddonfield um, for Halloween night to do a live broadcast. Um, all of this is leading to the big reveal of what causes Michael Myers to be evil. What, what is at the right. root of his evil? It turns out, that I still don't know because I watched this movie and counted on to, to explain it to me. But I can tell you that it has something to do with druids, <laughs> a cult of thorn, mm-hmm. and the stars aligning every however many years that brings Michael back. Um, which actually doesn't make sense because we see in some of the movies where he is back the very next year. Right. Um, but we'll set that aside. Um, from what I can tell, the leader of this cult is um, one of the other doctors from Smith's Grove, um, mm-hmm. who uh, I believe we actually met Dr. him. Doctor Wynn. Yeah, Doctor Wynn, and I believe we met him in the first movie. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, Loomis yells at him anyway mm-hmm. because after Michael escapes, so Doctor Wynn is has returned, and he is the man in black. Yep. And he's the one who freed Michael, and the reason is. Um, um, bullshit, bullshit, nonsense, nonsense. Uh, have to sacrifice a family line to save the rest of the world or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow Michael became the chosen one, so he had to sacrifice his family line all the way down mm-hmm. to um, uh, save the world, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's it's very dumb and very confusing, and I don't want to spend too much time thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's a lot of things that go into it. Like, it, it's just uh, like how did Michael get chosen, and like it, that didn't ever make sense. And yeah. like, why did he stop with just his one sister and not the other, and not his parents at the same time because they showed up in the very first film? Yeah, and so, and also what what was the end game with Jamie's baby were they trying I couldn't tell were they trying to pass the curse from Michael to the baby to have a new pawn I think that or, was kind of what they wanted but the, it didn't make sense yeah I, I think it makes sense if it's not Michael's baby yeah I th- I thought they were trying to pass it to him or pass it to the baby um so they would have like a new uh, you know like I said pawn to control to continue the sacrifices. Mm -hmm. But then I also got the feeling that that wasn't what they were doing. um, And Michael was supposed to, was supposed to kill the baby as a final sacrifice. Yeah. I don't, it was very confusing. Um, And you're right. If it's his baby, it doesn't make any sense because that would be his bloodline. Right. It would, yeah. You have to kill off. uh, See, this is what happens when you try to explain things. (laughs) <laughs> there's yeah there's too there's too much that goes into it and then at one point they're like oh it's the it's fucking danny oh yeah uh, danny yeah. strode's son yeah. which is like that's not even a, i mean that's I, not even family bloodline? it's not even family it's yeah family but yeah. not really right right by name 
Yeah, it's Lori's. Like, what the it's fuck. It's Lori's adopted family, so there's no yeah. blood there. And yeah, and and they never really explain or it never makes sense why Danny hears voices, right? And sees the blood, the man in black when nobody else can, and is told to kill his family. The whole thing is a mess. It's just a freaking mess. It really is. Um. So here's what else I wrote down in my notes. Uh, one other thing. And then I, I am happy to be done with this nightmare of a movie. <laughs> um, do people explode from being electrocuted? Uh, I, I don't know. I've never been electrocuted. Okay. I don't think they do. But boy, the dad sure does in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I did not. Uh, he deserved I, it, though. Oh, he absolutely, absolutely deserved it. Um, yeah. I wish I could give a better synopsis of this movie, but I honestly don't. I don't understand I don't know. it that well. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. But I, I can't, I have no idea what happened. I sat there for, you know, 88 minutes or whatever it was, and I still have no clue um, what the hell. Um, anything you wanted to bring up or mention about the curse of Michael Myers? No, I mean, like I said earlier, like I appreciate what they were trying to do is to try and give it a little bit of a backstory as to why, but then bringing in like this whole supernatural, like it's a cult and we have to sacrifice people was just a little too bizarre for me. Yeah. Yeah, it really made sense. And like I said, part of the part of the mystery and the intrigue of Michael Myers is just the fact that you don't know why. Right. I mean, yeah. it made sense too because there was, you know, it kind of explained why all he's been shot so many times and fucking stabbed and dropped from heights and survived all of this. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just it was not done well. If it was done a little bit better. I'd have appreciated it more, but it, other than that, this movie is just a wreck. Yeah, it is. It, it's a nightmare of a movie, um, and I, I hate. I hate watching it. Uh, like I said, the producer's cut, excuse me, is uh, a bit better, mm-hmm. but it's still not good. Um, the uh, last, I don't know, the last act of the movie. Everything from uh, there are some subtle differences throughout the movie uh nothing the the biggest thing is that michael is the father of the baby right and then the ending of the movie the last act is almost entirely different um it still takes place in the um uh hospital under smith's grove um all of that but but the ending is very different but it's again it does it's not a it's doesn't make any more sense (laughs) it's just different uh you know it's uh nonsense but different nonsense um, what'd you have as the best kill? Oh, let me look it up. Hold on. I had, um, actually I had Jamie for when she gets thrown in the corn thresher. That's exactly the one I picked. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think the, all the other ones, again, it was just another one was like not a ton of like really cool kills. Yeah. Yeah. There, there weren't a whole lot of, uh, uh great kills in this one, but yeah, the Jamie kill I thought was, was actually really cool. And I liked yeah. there, there was a moment where she was sort of reaching out to him mm-hmm. and he looked like he was reaching out to her too, but then he just pushes yeah. her back further on the, on the thing. Well, so, mm-hmm. so brutal. Um, so there's something I liked about it, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Uh, not a, not a fan of, of that movie. Uh, and then a couple of years, uh, three years later. Uh, oh, it should be mentioned now. Um, Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers ends timeline. Number one. Uh, so right. now we, we move on to what would ostensibly be timeline number three uh, with 1998's Halloween H2O. Um, I, I do not understand. Oh, never mind. 
H2- Do you know for the longest time, I was like, H2O, that's such a stupid name. I don't understand. There's no- (laughs) Yeah, 20 years later. Yeah. 20 years later. I literally just got it. I hate myself. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, Wow. You just now picked that up, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, some people were referring to um, the Halloween 2018 as mm-hmm. um, H4O, but that didn't catch on. No, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, so this one now is it ignores everything after Halloween 2. So this one is a direct sequel to Halloween 2. So it only pays attention to the original and the second one in the hospital. Um, everything else is, is tossed aside. Um, and I, this is a one, a lot of people like this one. I like it. Um, and I think it's good. I don't think it's as good as everybody uh, sort of hypes it up to be. Um, it, to me, it feels like a scream movie. It feels like one of those mid nineties, late nineties slashers. Yeah. Um, with Michael Myers in it, it doesn't have that feeling or look of a Halloween movie at all. Um, Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream, was heavily involved in the production of this movie. Actually, he was going to write the script for it, but he had too much going on. It says right here, a story by yeah, Williamson. Yeah. Credited. Yeah. He had um, apparently a lot going on at the time. He was working on, uh, maybe he was working on T.T. Miss Tingle, which he directed, I believe. And also uh, Dawson's Creek, maybe, was going on. Anyway, he had had too much going on, so he couldn't really fully commit. But he did... uh, have a, a pretty big hand in the movie, which probably explains why it feels so screamish. Um, they did approach John Carpenter to, to come back and direct this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis really wanted him to come back. Um, so he, he told him he would direct it if they would pay him $10 million and give him a three picture deal. Um, this was uh, released by dimension pictures, which is the mm-hmm. Weinsteins. Um, and they said, no, um, and he later would say that he asked for so much money because he had been cheated out of a lot of money from the original Halloween yeah. and he wanted, uh, he wanted, uh, to try and make that money back. Ultimately they went with Steve Miner as the director. I like Steve Miner. Um, he's got a, a solid career. He did uh, Friday the 13th, two and three, um, house and Lake Placid. So I do like him as a director. Um, I guess, and none of that's the problem. The cast is good here. Um, it's just that overall feel. They, you know, and, and there's no doubt that's what Dimension was going for with this movie. That's what they wanted. Um, they wanted to try and cash in on the, um, the 90s slasher boom yeah. um, I, by pulling like Michael Myers into it. I like the feel of this one. I mean, I know it's not, it's not the original, but I like the feel and the pacing of this one. Um, I don't really have a problem with the pacing. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of these, these, uh, we've talked about this before, these slick slasher movies where they, you know, pluck the cast right off the CW and, you know, throw some Creed music in there and we got us a movie. Um, but that, I feel like that is just the time. Yeah, but I, when I don't. these movies were made, it, yeah. I don't think it matters necessarily about the movie, like just this one, or even like the slashers of this time. It's just this time in general. Yeah, but I, I don't like it, so it mm. doesn't matter. I mean, I, I understand it reflects the time, but yeah. I, I still don't like it. Like you know, um, shitty synth music reflects the '80s. I don't like it. <laughs> you 
Um, so uh, I do like, however, I will say this, um, the opening of this movie mm-hmm. um, at the nurse's house is the mm-hmm. absolute best part. I love this. This actually somehow manages to blend those 90 slashers with the feeling of Halloween to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this part is brilliant. It's, uh, it's the, the nurse's Marion Chambers, um, who was uh, in Halloween and Halloween 2, and she's also going to be in the upcoming Halloween Kills. Oh, okay. um, all Yeah, um, played by Nancy Stevens in all mm-hmm. of the movies. Um, she, was, uh, she worked with Dr. Loomis, and uh, apparently took care of him uh, when his health got bad. Of course, Donald Pleasance, who played Dr. Loomis, died after they made Halloween 6. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think that was the last movie he ever made, that poor man. Um, so, you know. Unless he got to retire in the movie. Yeah, he, he, does not, uh, he does not return, uh, obviously, for H2O. But uh, she, was, um, she was apparently his nurse uh, in, uh, later in his life. And she's returning home from somewhere we don't know where, and it looks like uh, someone's broken into her house. She goes next door to get the, uh, to have the neighbor kids call the police. And uh, one of the neighbor kids is Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, and uh, a great sequence unfolds um, yeah. where uh, they uh, try to, to trick her um, into thinking everything's all clear because they went in and stole beer out of her, her fridge. And uh, it turns out that Michael is, is still there, mm-hmm. and uh, it really is a, a great sequence. After that, then we go to um, uh, Michael. Uh, it turns out Michael had broken into her house. I don't know how he figured out where she lived or whatever, yeah. um, to get her file on um, mm-hmm. Lori Strode, uh, who is uh, now living in Northern California and uh, the headmistress of a, a private school there. And living under a different name. Last name Tate, first name don't remember. Carrie? Carrie, yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so Michael finds out she's there, so he travels uh, all the way across country from Illinois yeah, to California. I know how the fuck he managed that on um, a li- a literally a shoestring budget. Well, yeah, yeah. Not only that, but yeah. Like, how did he get gas? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, did he like, just keep stealing cars? Like, he yeah. just used his knife, we, we, I'm we sure, do. just to... We do see him steal steal one car, and that's another uh, uh, thing that I do love about this movie. There's something about that um, scene in the bathroom with mm-hmm. the mother and daughter in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, I really like that, I, um, and I don't really know why. It's just there's something about it that it's um, very unnerving. Yeah, yeah. It's you really. Don't want it. It's it's just a mother and a little kid. Like you don't want anything bad to happen to him, but you're like, fuck, it's Michael. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's really well done, and um. That uh, that like truck he steals or whatever it is though. That thing is uh, very Jeepers Creepers reminiscent. Yeah, I was gonna say if ever there was a vehicle that screams serial killer, it's that one. That's one. one. Yes, one hundred percent. And we see him a few times in the movie, driving in that thing, and no one notices it. No. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody would be pointing at that. Oh, look at that creepy in, in ass. California thing. too. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that thing passed the emissions there in California. No. Um, but I do love that scene. Um, LL Cool J is uh, Ronnie, the security oh, guard. I freaking love him at the uh, at, at the school, and mm-hmm. I think the best character in the movie. Oh, I 100% agreed. I loved yeah. him the whole yeah. movie. He was great. Um, his little one-liners he had, his little phone calls with his girlfriend. His, his, yeah, really, really funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he does uh, he does great work in 
in this movie. Um, Janet Lee is uh, plays um, the secretary to Carrie Tate in this movie. Janet Lee, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, um, famous for having starred in Psycho, and has a couple of callbacks um, in this movie. At one point, she says um, to Carrie. Everyone's entitled yep. to one good scare, which is yep, uh, a quote, a quote from the original film. I believe, mm-hmm. I believe it's Sheriff Brackett who says it to yep. Lori, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she gets in her car and she drives off. That is the exact same car that they used in the movie Psycho. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Apparently, the studio somebody still had it and uh, said they could use it. So she gets into the car from that she drove up to the Bates Motel in in Psycho and drives off. Oh, wow. um, and there's a few other little nods. Um, did you notice Mr. Sandman playing on the car radio? Yep. Yeah, which is a callback to Halloween 2. Yes. Um, uh, Michelle Williams is in this movie. She's a very good actress. She is. I, you know what? It took me so long to figure out what the fuck her name was because the whole time I was like, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? She looks so familiar, and I couldn't place it. I had to look it up. Yeah, yeah. She's um, she's really good. Um uh and everything she's in really um and she's she's good in this i guess it's not the best role in the world no. um uh, but she also has a call back that's reminiscent of Lori's um moment in the classroom in the, the original halloween when they're talking about fate yep uh, she gives she I gives a, an answer there uh and this movie also has uh what i think is an iconic moment uh moment when Lori comes face to face with michael through the window Yes. Um, that is really um, sort of an iconic shot. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis really, really wanted this to be the movie that would wrap up the Laurie Strode arc. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of going back and forth about it. Um, the ending seems to definitively do that, only right. to be immediately undone. Right. Um, annoying. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... I'm just, the, the feeling is all off. To me, this feels less like a Halloween movie than any of the other ones. Um, and I really? think all, than yeah. Than any of the other ones? Yeah, than any of the other ones. And I, I think this one is, um, I think that's, that's the, the biggest problem that I have with this movie. Yeah. Uh, because it's not, it's not a bad movie. Um, I just, uh, I don't think like, there are people who will tell you it's the best in the franchise oh it's definitely not the best in the franchise but i think it was a really good movie i liked some of the um choices they made especially with Lori strode and her still having so many issues yeah with what's going on and i like that a lot yeah and um uh, i liked her boyfriend character too yeah yeah, he, he was, was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. He was a little weird though, because he went to go. Che- he's like, isn't he like a counselor or some shit at the school? Yeah, he went to go so. check on those girls, and they were joking. And I was like, that's a really inappropriate thing to oh, do. Oh yeah, was, yeah. Didn't he joke? You know, didn't he say something about getting his nipples go, pierced? Yeah, he was going to get his nipples pierced, yeah. and they were talking about how they were going to go roofie and rape some dudes at a bar. And I was like, this is um not okay. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit weird, I guess, but. uh uh, at the time, you know, you would have thought, oh, he's a cool guy. Uh, um, anyway, I don't have much else to say about this movie. Um, you know, it's Jamie Lee Curtis's return to the franchise. Uh, I remember the hype around it was huge. Um, it did get the franchise back on track. It, it certainly did. Um, and 
so you know it was a big deal when it when it came out i i remember all of that um it weirdly though again is a sequel to to halloween 2 mm-hmm. so we're pretending 3 4 5 and 6 never happened um yet when it's brought up that she um faked her death it's mentioned mm-hmm. that she was killed in a car accident that's how she quote unquote fake you know or not right. quote unquote she actually faked her death by um having died in a car accident which is what they say in 4 Right. Is how she died. So maybe it isn't a sequel to number two. Maybe she just left her old family behind. I mean, I, you know what? <laughs> There's so much fucked up shit going on. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad when I finally got to this one, I was so happy that she finally fucking left. Yeah. That was the thing that bothered me so much. I was like, why are these families still staying here? Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't help her. No, um, clearly not. I, uh, that's another thing like michael is so fucking smart and i don't understand because if it continues off like you gotta think he's been in custody since he was six years old i don't know if they have like they they go to class like did he go to class how did he I mean, learn how i would think so fucking smart with this shit did he I learn would, it from other psychopaths I, well maybe but i would think they'd go to class there i don't know i mean i don't know either but i would assume so you can give him some sort of education yeah some, some way um yeah, yeah, that's that's all I've got on Halloween H two O. I um I find it to be an underwhelming entry in the franchise. I think the um thing that bothers me the most about this movie is the mask. Oh, it's terrible, and, and it how changes. You're gonna gloss over that, yeah. The mask in this yeah. movie is the absolute yeah. fucking worst. Yeah, and yeah, no, and it, it literally changes hair color. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, so they're not even using the same mask. It looks awful. I don't know if this one's the worst or the one. I, I think it's five, where he kind of looks like an alien. Yeah, five's really weird. Really bad. Too. Yeah, um, they never really uh, can get the mask right again um, until 2018, I think, where it looks yeah. it, that one looks good. Um, and I guess the Rob Zombie movies, the the mask look okay in those movies. Yeah. Um, but- so what was your favorite kill? My favorite kill in this one was... And I actually had a hard time picking this one. Me too. I ended up picking Sarah. That's the one I almost picked. Because I, I just... And again, with this one, it seemed like there weren't a lot of really cool kills. And I'm like really kind of upset because I feel like throughout the the franchise, it's like just a bunch... Like, obviously, it's... You know, Michael Myers likes to stab people. That's his thing. Yeah. But, like, goddamn, you could think you could throw in some more, like, interesting kills, like, different things show, you know, yeah. him using more of his environment around him. But, I, yeah, I picked Sarah. Uh, yeah, that one, I, I almost picked that one. Um, it would have been Joseph Gordon-Levitt had we mm-hmm. seen it happen instead of it being off screen. Because yeah. the idea of a, a, an ice skate through the face. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, but ultimately, I picked Michael um, yeah. this time around. Oh, yeah. Watching him get decapitated like that, um, I, you know, I, I just thought that was that was really cool because nobody had ever thought to cut his head off before. That's true. <laughs> you know, um, so I thought uh, I thought it was really cool. Um, I thought it was really well done. The ending of the movie played out uh, in an interesting way. Like, uh, you know, normally michael like you said it seems so smart and he seems to be one step ahead of everybody else mm-hmm. and this is the one time where Lori uh, seemed yeah. to be a step ahead of him she knew exactly how it was going to play out she, she literally was like this shit is not happening again i'm not having a repeat yeah. again it yeah. was like that's it i'm taking this into my own hand she fucking i gunpoint was like give me give me this van i'm going <laughs> yep 
took the yeah. axe with her. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she knew exactly. Mm-hmm. And oh. I really enjoyed that. That whole last sequence of the movie was really good. Even yeah. right up to the part where, you know, she hesitated a little bit, it seemed like. Yeah, she did at first. And, um, you know, yeah, well, he reached out to her. He reached out, yeah. And, um, yeah, there was a moment there mm-hmm. where you thought she was not going to do it. And then she and just... she did it. And it was like, yep. damn. Took his head right off. the Halloween franchise. <laughs> yep. Or so we thought. It was the end of the Halloween franchise for four years. Mm-hmm. Because in 2002, it returned with Halloween <laughs> Resurrection, in which they undid that cool kill. Yes. Uh, which was so, I mean, it was still a cool kill, to be fair. Yeah, it just, yeah. Wasn't, it uh, just wasn't Michael. Mikey. Yeah, apparently it was a paramedic who Michael um, broke his, his larynx. Broke so his, could... Yeah, crushed his larynx. So I guess Michael was a step ahead of everybody. Enough. Yeah. To the point where he couldn't talk, but he was still alive. He could still yeah. Yeah, you can still breathe. And um, yeah, anyway. Um, I was actually excited when uh, Halloween Resurrection started because Rick Rosenthal is back. Rick Rosenthal mm-hmm. directed Halloween 2. And I was like, oh, all right. This is a guy who uh, knows how to make a Halloween movie. Um, he's done it before. He made a, a great one. Halloween 2 is a, a great movie. Um, this is going to be awesome. And mm-hmm. boy, is it a suck-ass movie. Um, eh. we, we start off in the... Um, the loony bin where Lori's been locked up mm-hmm. uh, after and, and apparently mute um, or at least seemingly um, mute and catatonic mm-hmm. um, because she learns that she did not cut off Michael's head, but some poor man who had a family, mm-hmm. um, which understandable. Can okay. anybody blame her though? No, 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 not at all. Uh, but you know, you'd be torn up about that. Oh, 100%. Um, but at the same time, like, damn. Right. Um, we through a lot. We meet um, some weirdo who's cur- serial killer obsessed. Keeps rattling off facts about serial he killers. He said, I'm John Wayne Gacy today. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but Michael shows up, of course. Yep, of course. Um, and that's where we learn that Lori hasn't been uh, catatonic, mm-hmm. but she's been planning a trap for when Michael shows up on the roof. I was very confused um about that because i really want to know how the fuck she got out there to plan it yeah yeah i would think that um of all there are probably a lot of places that patients in a mental facility don't have access to and i bet the roof is pretty high on that list (laughs) i'm sure that's not you know Mm -hmm. where they get they don't have access to the staircase up to the roof yeah but somehow she gets up there Mm -hmm. um where she's rigged some sort of weird trap that apparently is just sat there. Nobody's gone up to the roof to do any sort of maintenance or anything going, what the hell is this? <laughs> why are there, why is there rope and pulleys and shit up here? Um, but, uh, Michael chases her up to the roof and she uh, catches him and her snares him in her trap and has him hanging over the side of the building upside down. And, um, she's getting ready to kill him and she says she has to be sure. And she goes to take the mask off. And he grabs her and tosses her off the side of the building. Oh, he stabs her first. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. He does. He does. Um, I remember I, that because I was like, how the fuck is this man holding on to both himself and her with one arm on like a pipe? But he's yeah. like holding it backwards to hold them both up. I yeah. was like, what? I don't, I don't think so, but okay. See, yeah. all, I was, all I was thinking is how do you take an iconic character like Laurie Strode 
Yeah. After all she's been through, how beloved she is, and murder her in such a terrible, lame way. I mean, at least we got to see that on screen. It's not like the, you know, fourth one where they're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, she died in a car accident. We don't, we don't really yeah. know. Well, there were, well, it turns I feel out. like that's even worse. It turns out they were under um, massive restrictions mm. um, when it came to dealing with um, Jamie Lee Curtis. She did not want to do this movie. Yeah. Um, but her contract called for her to do it. Mm -hmm. um, she negotiated, apparently, um, she agreed that she would come back and do it, but she was only to be on screen for 10 minutes at max. Wow. Um, something like that, anyway. I, I don't remember. I might be off about the 10 minutes, whatever it was. Um, so they had to do it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. But yeah, she was mad about this movie. She didn't. She didn't even want them to make it. Well, yeah, because she wanted the last one to be the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Or at least, if they were going to make another Halloween, she didn't want it to involve the Laurie Strode story at all. Mm -hmm. um, but whatever, this is what they made. So after this happens, then we go off to um, a college. Uh, we meet Busta Rhymes, who owns a company uh, that's going to do a live... Yeah, Dangertainment. And they're going to do a live web stream reality show where... They get a group of college kids to stay overnight in the Myers house, um, which has been rigged up with cameras and the, uh, uh, the cast members themselves have cameras uh, that they wear and it's going to be um, broadcast on the internet and he's going to become a billionaire. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's the idea. Uh, little does he know uh, that Michael Myers is, is there. You can guess what happens after that. Um, I can't tell you who any of these characters are because they're, all stereotypes. Um, they are. They are nameless, faceless stereotypes to me. Uh, I think the idea of doing a reality show from the Myers house like this is really mm -hmm. interesting. I don't think it's executed well. Um, I, I see. I really liked this movie. I think it really was quintessential 2000s horror. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, of course, there were the stereotypes, the characters, most of them, like, you don't like them. You don't care about them. They're just kind of annoying in there. Yeah. But, this is, I have a hard time watching this movie. Like, really? I couldn't put, when I was watching it, I couldn't put my phone down. I kept picking my phone up, you know, to check something. Check this, mm -hmm. check that. Um, it just doesn't hold me, my attention. And I think they could have done something really interesting with the idea of a reality show at the Myers house. Mm -hmm. Um, but they did. Um, the cast is crazy. Uh, Busta Rhymes is there. Tyra Banks is all of a sudden in the movie. I'm like, what the hell? There's a lot of big names Yeah. in um, that movie. Uh, like, I noticed, I didn't actually know until I started watching that, that um, Ryan uh, Merriman, is that his name? I have no idea. Isn't it? And I, I know him um, from the... He's been in Disney Channel original movies, which uh -oh. is what I know him from. And I was like, oh my, holy shit, he's in this movie? I have never in my life watched a Disney Channel original movie. Well, so. you know, you're old, what can I tell you? <laughs> um, they also, they, they took out, uh, they, they took something away from Michael in this movie, I felt like. Um, there's a scene where Busta Rhymes is in the house dressed as Michael Myers. He's going to scare mm -hmm. the cast members. He comes across the real Michael Myers and just berates Michael <laughs> who just stands there and looks at and him takes it. and takes it and then walks away. 
Um, that's not my Michael Myers. My Michael Myers would have stuck him to the wall. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true. Um, and, and then later they actually fight and Buster Rhymes beats him up with bad Kung Fu movie Kung Fu. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so they really, they really took a lot away from Michael. It doesn't feel like a Halloween movie again, but it's, again, Dimension, it's that slick look of mm-hmm. the early 2000s, whatever. It's the same problem uh, with right. H2O. Um, I, I think that it was a good idea. Um, it could have been executed better, but I yes. enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about it. You know, I enjoyed that he was, you know, they were all fucking watching. Instead of being at this Halloween party, like, oh, let's watch this shit. Yeah. Why they aired it on Halloween. Yeah, the nerds I at the party. makes sense, but. The nerds at the party were all gathered around watching it. Yeah. Uh, and, like, and then slowly more of the party moved in to watch it. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters is, um, he has a crush on the, the main girl. Mm-hmm. And so he's texting her. At, at one point he starts t- sending her texts about where um, right. uh, Michael that was, is. That was interesting. Uh, it's, it's a little interesting, yeah. Kind of, I. At that point, I, at that point, I had basically I kind of checked out of the movie. Was the problem, the thing, though, I think. You, you can only do so much with Michael outside of I'm trying to kill Laurie Strode. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's I think true. This was an interesting way of doing it. You know, he's pissed off. They're at his house. You know. Yeah. He, he you know, he killed Laurie. What, what's he to do now? He's gonna go back to his home. Yeah. And he's pissed yeah. off. People are there and live he underneath it in right. a secret dungeon room, apparently. <laughs> So, you know, it makes sense. It was a uh, something different. It, it is like, oh, supernatural bullshit. This is why Michael likes to kill. Yeah, it is an original idea. Uh, I give him credit for that. I just don't think they pulled it off. Yeah. Um, at the end. Um, anything else you want to mention about Halloween Resurrection? No. Okay. Um, favorite kill? My favorite kill was Jen. I have no idea. Off. She got beheaded at the yep. top of the staircase that's, and her head fucking rolls down. That's the one I wrote down too, except I wrote girl who got her head cut off because I had no <laughs> idea what her name was. But yeah, she's at the top of the stairs and Michael comes uh, around the corner and just hacks and her head think, right off. They think they're faking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we see her head and go then, flying yep, and lands, it, her head. lands at the feet of her friends. So that was uh, Halloween Resurrection 2002. And then uh, that brings an end to timeline number three of the franchise. Mm-hmm. We move on to um, timeline number four, or what I like to refer to as the white trash years. <laughs> uh, in 2007, uh, the world was treated to Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, uh, first note that I wrote here was, I don't know if I'm ready for this mentally. <laughs> I wrote that when uh, uh, watching the breakfast scene right at the beginning of the movie and having to listen to that uh, stepfather berate uh, everyone, mm-hmm. uh, scream about how all the baby ever does is cry. And, oh, God. It's a baby. Yeah. Um, I have voiced my opinion about these, uh, this movie many, many times. Uh, it's, it's not, in my opinion, it's not good. Um, it's not, well... In my opinion, it's not a good Halloween movie. Um, if it was a different mask and a different title, I would probably feel differently about it. Yep. I, I've talked with a few people about this, about how if it were not supposed to be Michael Myers, it would be a phenomenal movie. Amazing. Yeah. I would really enjoy it. The, there's some things that kind of take you out of it being mm-hmm. a Halloween movie. 
Yeah. But I still really like this one. And people have said to me, well, you just, you got to let that go. It's a, it's a new vision for Michael Myers. Like, yeah, it's Michael Myers. It's a pretty iconic character. Right. Um, and, you know. And I agree. I mean, I feel like it's the same with, you know, you watch the, the remake of, you know, Friday the 13th. Yeah. It's the re-envisionment of, you yeah. know, Jason, but it's not, it's not as good. It'll never be as good. You'll yeah. never be able to get there. And I, like, I, I do enjoy these movies. These, I've seen this Halloween probably more than I had seen the original. Ugh. Only because I. That explains, that actually. Out, it was. That was, explains a lot about what's wrong with you. <laughs> I, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that means I've watched it 10 times. I've probably seen this movie three times three or four times but when this movie came out i was like dude look at the gore this is great i love this and i enjoyed that there was a little bit more of a backstory to michael in this one better done obviously i think than like six yeah oh uh, definitely um i will say that uh you you've seen this movie maybe three times which is more than mm-hmm. you've seen the original i've seen the original halloween four times this year alone <laughs> no, I see. I um, usually watch the Halloween movies on on Halloween. Yeah, I am. A that makes sense. Bitch, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the last couple times, I usually I usually hang out with my cousin on Halloween, and we usually watch movies. And the last couple times, we've watched the Rob Zombie ones. Okay, not because they're better, but just because that's that's what we had access to. Right. It seems like I have easier access to get to this than to because I don't I don't really own movies. I don't have space to put movies. Oh, look at you. So, what do you mean, look at me? I have very little space, Rob. You're coming off as artsy. I don't own movies. I don't watch TV. Oh, I, oh. anybody who knows me knows I watch a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of TV. I, I just am. don't. I don't have space for DVDs everywhere. I have a select handful, and that's it. I'm ghost. I'm super intellectual. I only buy books. Um, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so anyway, I, but see, a lot of those are some of the reasons I don't like this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I um, push back against Michael needing a backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the reason that Michael Myers is so creepy in Halloween is because we don't have any idea why he's doing it. Oh, I agree 100%. It's that, I- it's that idea that it could happen to anybody. Now, clearly mm-hmm. this Michael, this version of Michael could happen to anyone mm-hmm. um but um we know why he is the way that he is now right um, or at least we have a, a a much better um idea of why um the other problem that i have with this movie is it feels like two separate movies smushed together yeah um, it it's definitely uneven does. it's yeah it's very uneven so i feel like i'm watching one movie which is about little boy myers um, mm-hmm. and then suddenly I am thrown into what is a, almost a beat for beat remake of John Carpenter's movie. I think it is a beat for beat remake. Yeah. Like, um, and so, and that's just very disjointing to me. It's, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't, the, the movie as a whole doesn't hold together well because it feels like two separate parts. Yeah. Glued I together. Wish, um, this, I think it would have been better if the second half wasn't almost an exact remake. You know, I, when it comes to remakes, I, I'm a, an advocate for remakes. I enjoy remakes because I like seeing how others, you know, perceive the character and kind of want that to be shown. Um, yeah. So, like, it would have been nice to be able to see the differences that Rob Zombie really could have done 
in terms of the story but it like like you said with the how it's just beat for beat it's the same thing it's literally just regurgitating the exact same story but make it more bloody yeah yes is it there there is like an offset to that yeah i i think um his hands were tied a little bit by the Mm -hmm. studio insisting on um uh, a beat for beat or or close to it remake Mm -hmm. um being in there um so yeah, I, you know, I, I'm I, I don't know that for certain. That's just the sort of the feeling I, I've always gotten I, about it. I know that um, you know, obviously Rob, Rob Zombie, I think ba- basically got the blessing to remake the movie mm-hmm. and was told to make it his own. Yeah, I feel like he did that with the origin story that he smushed in there, but not the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, it um. And, and talking about being a fan of remakes, you said you're you're a fan of them mm-hmm. because you like to see other people's visions. Uh, I, I'm okay with that. What I think, where I think they get it wrong is they always remake the good movies. Mm. What they need to do is go back and find good or bad movies that had good ideas good, at the yeah. core and remake those and make them good. <laughs> you yeah. know, stop messing with the classics. You know, I agree. just let them Definitely be. Stop messing with the classic. Every time they announce something that they're remaking again, it's like a classic movie. Like I think at one point they were tossing around like they were gonna remake the Princess Bride. And I was like, no, oh, yeah. don't fucking touch that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well apparently they're gonna remake The Exorcist. What? Yeah. Apparently the TV that's... show wasn't enough? Yeah, apparently that's in the works now. Oh god. No reason to touch that movie. No, it's fine. No reason. It's perfectly good. You just leave it alone. Only won the Oscar for the best damn picture. <laughs> leave it alone. Horror movies never do that. Right. <laughs> it's like that, Silence of the Lambs, and The Shape of Water, and that's it. <laughs> leave it alone. Um, so, yeah. Shape of Water isn't horror, by the way. Oh, stop it. Uh, we're not, you're not going to derail us into that. <laughs> um, so, how, uh, Rob Zombie doesn't know how to write people like people. No, and Rob I'm, Zombie, I, I agree. He definitely has a very narrow mindset of how he writes people in all of his movies, but he does it well for how he wants them to come off, I feel. See, I I, I, I agree that he captures that um, aesthetic well. Mm-hmm. I also, however, feel like it's lazy of him. I think it's just easy for him to do that now. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, why try and, and stretch himself creatively or, or artistically when he can just go back and do the exact same thing he always does? Um, he frustrates me a lot because I think he's a good filmmaker. Yeah. I just want him to make a really good film and I haven't gotten it yet. I've gotten close to it, but I haven't gotten it. Yeah. Um, and so, so I get, I get really frustrated and I also always feel bad because I do, I jokingly talk bad about him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate him that much or anything. And he seems like him and Sherry Moon Zombie seem like the two nicest people on the planet. If you've ever oh, yeah. seen or read an interview with him. So I just kind of feel bad about it, you know? Um, but, uh, so yeah, I always kind of feel bad about that. Uh, but I, I just want to see him stretch himself artistically. And I don't think we got that here. Yeah. Um, and I think ultimately it's, it's just a, a really uneven movie. Um, I, 
I do like what he did with the backstory. I, I think that he um, he did that well. Mm-hmm. I don't I, think. I think he really do, and the way he did that, he humanized. Well, Michael, and that's a bit of a problem, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because now, um, a lot of times, I'm rooting for Michael, <laughs> and I shouldn't be. Yeah, um, like when he beats the shit out of his bully. Yeah, okay, yeah, dude, beat the yeah. fuck out of that dude. Um, so yeah, I I just. Uh, it just misses the mark for me, mm-hmm. um, both uh, as a as a film and as a Halloween film. And um, I, I do like what he did with the backstory, but I don't think we needed it. That's the whole problem. So I, I watch half this movie, to me, is completely disposable. Um, so that's another problem I have with it. Uh, anything else you want to touch on about Rob Zombie's Halloween? Um, no. I no, I think we covered everything. Okay. All right. Uh best kill? Best kill was um oh my god, I'm gonna say his name wrong, but um the janitor. Oh my god, I'm blanking on the fucking Danny Trejo. Name too. Yeah, Danny yeah. Trejo. His kill was my favorite. That is a good one. I made, that one that one made me sad. Uh, Mamie said too. He was yeah. like, "Man, I've been so nice to you, Mikey. I've yeah. been your friend." And yeah. my, uh, Michael was just like, "Fuck you, dude. Yep. I, I feel nothing." Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, that one did make me sad, and it, it was made doubly sad because I liked the character, mm-hmm. but I also really liked Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, "This sucks." Not only is it a cool character, but it's Danny Trejo is a cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked the the one that you mentioned when he uh, he beat the bully with the tree branch. Yeah. Fucking just beat the shit out of him with the tree branch. Yeah, um, and did not let up. No. So that was Halloween, two thousand seven. We get Halloween two. 2009 uh, again rob zombie back to write and direct mm-hmm. um he was given more freedom uh when it came to this movie he wasn't uh, shackled by having to remake the original anymore he was able to do uh exactly what he wanted to do uh with this film for the most part um and i think this might be the most rob zombie of any rob zombie movie <laughs> yeah yeah uh, there was a lot of weird shit in this movie uh, there, that I forgot about until I was recapped on it. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I like this one. It's not my favorite, but I think it's good. So you like this one better than the other one? Yep. Other rather than really? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is superior to the other one. Hmm. Um, and I think, um, you know, uh, there's, there's still an issue of uh, a lot of white trash, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it seems, I feel like it's a bit toned down in this movie. Um, and I've also seen, like, there's a lot of arguments between um, Lori and, and Annie in this mm-hmm. movie and stuff, but I've seen what those girls now have, have been through, so I get why they are the way that they are mm-hmm. um, a little bit better, um, as opposed to, you know, the stepdad who's just a dick for the sake right. of being a dick as far as I know. Like, I have no idea what that kid, that guy's it was like or anything. I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, so it makes it the, the sort of um, anger that the characters have towards each other and, and the world in general makes a little more sense to me. So it's, it probably makes it a little more palatable. Um, I don't like the overlong hospital dream at the beginning. Um, yeah. Because you are led at first you're thinking, Oh, great. He's going to beat for beat remake Halloween too now. <laughs> um, but and that is not what he does. Um, we do find out that it's a dream. 
Um, but I, I didn't like that at all. Like, I, you know, we, I don't think we needed it. Like, it's a nice nod to Halloween, too, mm-hmm. I guess. But it went on too long for just a nod. Yeah. I, yeah. That and there are those, like, the fucking, like, hallucinations that were happening that were all, like... The, yeah, the visions. It felt like music videos. Like, yeah. someone was, like, trying to film a music video on top of all that. Like, I do not like at yeah. all. Yeah, there was... There was definitely a music video vibe to those, but I think that's also part of what makes this the most Rob Zombie movie of all right. Rob Zombie movies. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I did like this one. I liked the the, the theme of family that mm-hmm. it sort of touched on. Um, I liked what they did with the Dr. Loomis character in this He's movie. such a dick in this movie. Yeah, but I think that's, um, you know, this version of Dr. Loomis um, in the first film Mm-hmm. is uh seems to genuinely want to help michael mm-hmm. and as the movie progresses and he starts to see that there is no helping michael he really starts looking out for himself so we see him i think release his first book in the first movie mm-hmm. right um if i'm not mistaken i be wrong about that um and now he's put out another book and he's gone on this big book tour and he's gotten some money and some acclaim from these books and now that's all he's concerned about is money and fame and he's yep. a complete jackass Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that progression of the character. It makes sense to me. It makes better sense than him fucking slowly losing his mind and then yelling at like a nine year old. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And and I think that uh, just seeing that at the beginning, him, um, the younger version of him wanting to help Michael, mm-hmm. and then I think giving up because he can't. Right. Um, and if that's your profession and you realize that you can't help this kid, you be, might become disillusioned with that. Yeah. Um, and writing these books gives you a lot of money and fame. Why not chase that instead? Um, so the character makes perfect sense to me. Um, I do like it. Uh, this is probably the most violent Michael Myers we've ever seen. Yes. Um, even more so than in the first movie. Um, and I do think that the biggest problem that I have with this movie um, stems from how violent it is. Um, I don't feel like this movie has any empathy for the victims. I think yeah. it, it, it leans into overkill and um, seems to almost enjoy watching them suffer. Yeah. Um, and some of these, um, and sometimes that's not a problem when it's just a throwaway character like the, when Michael's walking through the field and the, you know, property owners come after him and beat him. Right. And then he turns around and he kills them. Fine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's Annie who's viciously murdered, um, after having been viciously attacked in the first movie right. and left for dead. Um, and we get, to, we have to watch her die in front of her father, Sheriff Brackett, who we've gotten to know over the course of the two movies mm-hmm. and watch him just be utterly destroyed. And the movie doesn't seem to to have that empathy for him at all. It no. just seems to be um, a distant observer to what's happening, um, and almost seems to enjoy uh, watching the the suffering. Um, in my opinion, yeah. so um, that's where this movie falls short uh, for me. Otherwise, um, this was Rob Zombie's chance to make a Halloween movie that was completely his own. And mm-hmm. I think he did that. Oh, I agree. I think he really did. Um, I like the choices that he made for like 
what happened to Lori afterward, um, her being friend, like, you know, making new friends and all that stuff. I like, I'm, I like those choices. Mm-hmm. I wish and we would have like gotten more. Yeah, I, I agree. Of the new friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them. But um, I like the ending too of this one. I thought, yeah, I thought the ending was good. Um, again, uh, calling on that theme of family. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought the it had a good ending as well. Um, anything else from Halloween too, Rob Zombie version? No, I just I I can't get over like I never really understood the whole um, her like the mom Deborah and the whole white horse bullshit. Yeah, it was just symbolism. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's there's the quote about the white horse at the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah. I don't even remember what it said. But, you know, um, and then the white horse shows up and it shows up throughout the movie Mm -hmm. in various forms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I never really, maybe I just didn't understand it. Yeah, I think, um, I do think he, he, in in a way, he made an artful movie Mm -hmm. um, with the... um, the through line of family and, and uh, you know, the symbolism of the white horse and her and the visions of the mother. And um, although also there's part of me that thinks he had visions of the mother because he wanted his wife to be in the movie too. So I don't know, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, art or commerce. I don't know. <laughs> um, what do you uh, name as your, uh, the best kill? Uh, you had already brought it up. Annie Brackett. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a good one, but man, it's vicious. It is. It is. It is vicious, but it had a lot of meaning too. Yeah. No, so. it, it's impactful. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Um, I picked the ambulance driver who got his head cut off with a broken piece of glass. Yeah, that's a really, really good one too. I was deciding between that those two, and I was like, ah, this one just has is so much more yeah. impact. Yeah, because yeah, the ambulance guy. I don't even know his name. He's just an ambulance guy. I don't even know if yeah. he has a name. Um, and he's a creep too, so I don't care when he gets killed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, so that wraps up timeline number four. I, I don't, don't ask me the white trash years. I believe that's timeline number four. <laughs> the white trash years. All right, so um, it also brings us to the latest installment in the franchise. We were supposed to have one this year, not getting it now until next. Um, but uh, it is Halloween. 2018 Mm -hmm. and this one kick is uh timeline number five um it is a direct sequel to john carpenter's original film 1978 it throws everything else out which is so this one throws out two as well yes okay yes i don't Uh, know why it would throw that one out too um it did not uh john carpenter has said that one of the worst mistakes he ever made was making michael myers laurie's brother Mm mm-hmm um, and that doesn't get revealed until Halloween two. Um, okay. Uh, and I, so I think by tossing out that movie, they can then toss that out because if you if you remember, there's a scene where um, the high school kids are walking together. Mm-hmm. Lori's granddaughter yeah. is walking with her friends, and they're talking about it. And the the guy says, uh, "Wasn't it like her brother or something?" Oh. And she says, "No, that's just something people made up." Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, that, uh, yeah, they tossed that one out too. Um, So we now, um, this is uh, timeline number five. We have one franchise, five timelines, and three movies named Halloween. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, this this <laughs> franchise. I literally, I remember messaging you, and I was like, "Why do people like this franchise?" But yeah. I, I didn't mean it like it's they're all bad movies. I just meant it's just such a fucking mess. The whole franchise is all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of everywhere. Um, I saw Halloween opening night in theaters. Uh, I was super excited about it. Uh, chance to see Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis on screen again mm-hmm. without Buster Rhymes involved. I'm down. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was, I was excited to see it and I came out of the theater disappointed. Really? Uh, yeah. And that was sort of twofold. Um, one was there was no movie that was going to live up to the hype I had created in my head for how great this thing was going to be. Um, okay. It was just impossible. Well, that's your own fault. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it just wasn't going to happen. It yeah. was impossible. Um, and then there are some differences in the characters uh, some different things that it took me a little while to come around on. I will say this since I bought it on Blu-ray when it came out, mm-hmm. I have probably watched it more than any other movie that I own. Wow. Um, it has become sort of a comfort food movie for me, you know, where I just want to put mm-hmm. something on and I can just sit back, relax and watch. Um, I often go to Halloween, uh, 2018. So this, I literally, I watched this movie right before we recorded. Uh-huh. And this is the first time I've seen it in its entirety. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the very first time. I When the movie came out, I wanted to go see it. I don't know why I never did go to the theaters to see it. Um, and it happens with every movie. I'm like, I'm going to go to the theater. I'm going to go see it. It's going to be great. And then I never do. You and be more committed like I, me. Yeah. And then I there were opportunities to watch it and then other things ended up coming up. And then I had seen, I actually saw the way the movie ended before I saw any of the other parts of the movie. Yeah. Um, so that kind of turned me off from watching it for a while. Cause I was upset mm-hmm. at having it ruined for me. Yeah. Um, also yes, the, it's my own fault. But the ending I think is a bit of a letdown. It's kind of anti, it yes. feels anticlimactic to me for some reason. Yeah, it really yeah. did. But I, really 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 enjoyed this movie i didn't realize they had also thrown out two yeah um, yeah they tossed which is that, why that little the little quip about oh isn't it supposed to be her brother or whatever i thought they were just joking around no 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 um, they they threw it out and and or um, she was just trying to dispel that rumor and be like oh it's not really true yeah no which they, they kind of sucks i really like the whole like oh it's my brother well i think too. it gets to the heart of why Michael was such a scary character to begin with mm-hmm. because it literally there, you had no idea why he was coming after you. Right. Um, he just was, um, mm-hmm. it was completely random almost. I, I almost um, wish that I had seen the first Halloween movie without no, like going in, like, yeah. of course going in when I, by the time I saw it, I was like, Oh, Michael Myers is going after his sister, Laurie short. I wish I could have that moment where I saw the movie without knowing that that's not like his sister. Yeah. Like everybody else who had seen it when it first came out. Um, so I think that's why it bothers me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, taken out, but I think it's whatever. terrible. I think it's terrible that they threw out season of the witch. No, I'm so glad they threw that out. <laughs> there are um, little Take nods. Throw it in the trash. There are little nods to a lot of the sequels that they tossed out throughout the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, including season of the witch. Uh, at one point you see a group of trigger treaters going yep, by the wearing, the, wearing the yeah, masks mm-hmm. and, uh, there, there are um, nods to them throughout. Um, this movie, to me, feels more like the original Halloween than any of the other sequels except I Halloween agree. 2. 
um, they nailed it. Oh, uh, yeah. I was concerned about that. This was a script that was written by David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, of all people. Um, really? Danny yeah. McBride? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Danny McBride it was wow. one of the co-writers. There, there's another guy who wrote it with him, too. There are three mm-hmm. people. Um, and David Gordon Green is the director. Um, so I, I was a little concerned, uh, but they delivered um, 100%. They, they captured the feeling of the original movie. Um, it feels like Halloween uh, when you're watching it. I mean, Halloween, the holiday, not, not the movie. Um, right. Uh, yeah, they did an excellent job. I mean, that, uh, you know, their sort of take on the Elrod scene um, uh, when he uh, goes in and, and takes the hammer from yeah. the garage and then goes in and, and uh, beats and then those. gets the knife, yeah. Yeah, to get the knife. Um, in the original uh, Halloween 2 version of that, uh, he doesn't kill him. Uh, but right. For some reason, did here. But anyway, um, that whole shot where he's just following him along and uh, – yeah. You know, that tracking shot, it it just, the whole thing, that entire sequence feels like it would be right at home in the first film to me. I liked it too, because it really shows like a little bit of like his thought process on what he's doing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And if you notice, he's just going down the line. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 yeah, he goes to their house, he goes to the neighbor's house, kills that lady, the lady who has like 20 pumpkins on her front. Who the hell buys that many pumpkins? What are you doing, lady? You burn your house down. Um, he uh, he gets that lady. Um, you know, he just keeps moving down the line of houses. Um, again, it's completely random. Um, so yeah, I, I just I think they did a, a an incredible job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like. This is one thing that stood out to me. Um, the father, who's like, I got peanut butter on my penis. Yeah, what that the hell was that about? <laughs> he was weird the whole time. He was just fucking like, just a nut job. I, I didn't mind the character so much. It's just that line. I was like, no, what? Why is yeah, he saying this right now? Like really weird. She's like, ew, dad. I would have been like, dad, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It just and it's like out of nowhere. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird choice there. Um, and uh, it took me. I think part of the other reason. Um, the expectations I had built up in my head so much were left me let down when I came out of the theater. Um, the other thing was it took me a little while to sort of get used to this idea of Laurie Strode as, you know, uh, the Linda Han- Hamilton character in Terminator, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, as a fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it I also took it. me a while to get used to Dr. Sartan, you know, um, I didn't like him the whole time. He was yeah. And, and it was a little weird. I didn't like him because it was for good reason. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little weird when Lori called him the new Loomis, mm-hmm. you know, um, kind of funny, I guess, but yeah. uh, still, still a little weird. And yeah, but I think it was really the Lori thing. It didn't feel like the Lori Strode that I remember. Um, but you know, in fairness, it's been forty say, years. At the same time, she's been through a fucking. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, forty years is a long time to still be that fucking prepared. Like, oh yeah, he's coming. Yeah. He's coming. Yeah. But I mean, clearly she was in the right because it happened. Yeah. 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 Which, like, she's um, a huge badass in this movie, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, there were a lot of characters that I did like in the movie, though. Um, you know, uh, Judy Greer, I just love her. Like, just uh-huh. put put her in everything. Yeah. 
um she'll make it better you know mm-hmm. uh yeah she's great um the uh, the daughter the granddaughter i really liked her yeah yeah and uh yeah she's a she was a really good character um i like the sheriff a lot mm-hmm. was he the sh- yeah i think he was the yeah, sheriff, was the yeah. sheriff. Hawkins. um yeah hawkins yeah i liked him a lot um mm-hmm. so there were a lot of characters that that i liked in this in this movie um and yeah it it again i just can't get over it that how much it felt like you know 40 mm-hmm. years after the original movie how much it felt like a direct sequel to the original like, yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there's anything else to say about um, Halloween 2018, unless you've got anything. The one thing that really, like, I I didn't think I'd be shocked by anything in that movie until um, Hawkins, like, ran Michael down in the car. Yeah. And then the doctor yeah. came out. I was like, don't kill my patient. And he's like, I'm going to shoot him in the fucking head. And I was like, yeah. finally, someone with some goddamn sense. And then the doctor pulls out this fucking, we- I don't know what the fuck. It's, it's it was like a little like a pen with a scalpel on the end. It's like a little pen knife, yeah. And just fucking right in his neck. Yeah. I was like, that's how it feels. And I was like, this is getting so bizarre. Yeah. I can't and- wait for this man to die. Yeah. And then he looked comical when he put the mask on, didn't he? Yeah. I was yeah. like, why the fuck are you doing that? Are you doing it because you're like trying to get in the head of Michael Myers because he won't fucking talk to you? Yeah. I think that was exactly what he was. But it was so bizarre. And then uh, the very, very, very last scene. Um, I like how they, they go to get help by the guy that's driving by. And instead of him having a self i don't know how none of them have i mean i know the granddaughter's cell phone got thrown in like pudding or something yeah shit. it got dropped in pudding yeah. but um how did no one else have a cell phone that works to call 911 during this whole time yeah that's a good point point. and then the truck driver didn't have a cell phone to call 911 and instead threw them all in the back of his truck yeah yeah go, but then she's still holding the knife yeah i think um and i don't know if that's it them trying to set up some shit for I think it is. Next I, movie? I think that what is um, being foreshadowed there is is that uh, in the next movie it's going to be her story. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, something that I read about uh, Halloween Kills, which is the next movie, mm-hmm. is that um, Jamie Lee Curtis um, or Laurie Strode is going to be um, at the heart of the movie, but she is not going to be the, the main, main character. character. Yeah, I, I have. We've a, talked about that. Yeah, I think it'll be Allison. Is mm-hmm. her name Allison? Yes. Um, yeah, I think that, that what we were getting there was some foreshadowing of what was to come and that Allison is, is going to, to be that main character. It's going to become her story. Yeah. Um, but and, is it going to be her story like Lori or is it going to be her story like like they try to do? Like, oh, we're going to have a new Michael. No, no, no. Like I think it's going to be her story Jamie. like Lori. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I, she may there, become a, an isolationist survivalist mm-hmm. like her grandmother. I don't know. There, are a lot of similarities to her in this movie as Lori in the first. I noticed like that scene where she's in the classroom. She yeah. Out the window and Lori. Yeah. Lori was standing there. Yeah. 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 There were, yeah. Some, uh, that was one of the great callbacks to, to the original film. Mm-hmm. Also the one where uh, Michael knocked Lori off the, uh, the balcony yep. thing and then mm-hmm. went to look over and she was gone. Yeah. That got a big chuckle in the theater that I was in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, um, it was just a masterfully made film, really. I mean, there it had some issues, but even talking about like the nods and the Easter eggs towards the other movies in the franchise, there were a lot of them, but it didn't. It never felt like they were forced upon you, mm-hmm. or that there were too many. You know, um, like yeah. it, it would be easy if you'd never seen Season of the Witch, 
and you saw those kids walk by masks, you wouldn't know that it had, you know, that it was a right, nod a to another movie. Thing. It's just right. there. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, thr- you know, they don't like walk in front of, you know, Michael Myers to get in, in camera or anything. <laughs> you know, they're just there. Um, right. So yeah, stuff like that was, was done really well. Um, very, very disappointed. I, Halloween kills is the movie that I was most looking forward to this year. Um, they brought back uh, the entire team for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be the exact same people behind it. Um, uh, and I was really, really anticipating it. And now I got to wait another year. Uh, so, yeah. you know, thanks COVID. Um, I don't know that teaser that they just dropped. I think that dropped today, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. They just dropped a teaser today. Yeah. Um, really promising. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I it, it's hard to tell. It's, this one, but it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell exactly what it's going to be yet mm. because it's, you know, a lot of clips just sort of spliced together. Um, but there are some things in there that I liked. And I, you know what? Somebody in the next couple of days is going to sit down and go through that thing frame by frame. Oh, 100%. And we're going to start seeing, hey, look at this. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. I, I don't even want to see any of that stuff. I'm just like, I just want to see the movie. Yeah. I a lot of times, like for horror movies, they give away so much in the trailer, which just pisses oh, yeah. me off beyond belief. Because it's like, yeah, you're showing all this action because you want people to come to the theater, but like you've given all of that away. Yeah. Free. The trailer for um, this one literally showed you the scene where Michael's in the closet. And that would have been a great moment in the movie if I hadn't seen that trailer a hundred times. Um, that I was just like, okay, open the closet. He's there. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, that, that gets really frustrating. I understand they have to, you, you want to make the, the trailer, you know, look scary. So people go see it. Right. So it feels like you, you know, they're giving too much away to do that mm-hmm. though. Um, because I, yeah, like that moment where the babysitter tries to close the closet and it won't close, you know, and then finally she pulls it open to see what's wrong. And Michael's in there. Uh, that would have been fantastic had I not seen it a thousand times. It it, it was fantastic for someone who hadn't seen the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, or if oh, I did see the trailer, you know, months, well, years ago at this point. Yeah, I go out of my way to avoid trailers as much as mm-hmm. possible online. I not usually if it's a a teaser trailer like what we got for Halloween Kills, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. It's not it's a teaser. It's not going to give away very much at all usually. Right. Um, but full trailers, like when those get released, I generally will not watch them. Uh, yeah. but I do, or at least in a past life, I did go to the theater a lot and, right. so you, saw you the know, trailers at the yeah, theater. like I know people who will literally get up and walk out to the hallway until the trailers are over. I'm not doing that. Fine. Just show me the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hate that they give away that, you know, they gave away a moment like that in the trailer. Um, yeah. Anything else on this one? No, I I love it. This is yeah. it was it was the like you said the closest to the original you're ever gonna get. Yeah, I I really I really do enjoy this movie. Um, what do you have for best kill? For best kill on this one, I had um where the fuck is it? Um, the friend Oscar when he gets fucking sliced and diced as he's trying to get over the fence and then yep. impaled. That's the exact same one I had. Um, he's in the backyard. He's got the motion lights. Yep. Uh, he's drunk. He thinks it's Mr. Elrod, which is funny. Um, and then he realizes he tries to get away and ends up impaled on that he's fence. He's like, whoa, how'd you get there? And then the lights went on again. And I was like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was great. I was kind of hoping he'd just like pop up right behind him and scare yeah. the fucking shit out of him before he ran. Yeah. Because that would have been funny, but yep, that's that uh, that was great. All right, uh, that is the end of timeline number five, and brings us up to date on the franchise. Mm-hmm. So, um, one last thing. Uh, let's go through our rankings. <laughs> this should right. be interesting. Um, this will be interesting. I think ours will be pretty different. All right. So we'll start at the bottom. I'll give uh, you give your eleven, then I'll give mine, and then Halloween we'll, we'll three. Work our way up. That's your eleven. Yeah, that's the worst one. That's insane. Um, Halloween Resurrection. No, Halloween is three. is the worst one. Um, <laughs> I'd be so mad. Yeah, uh, Resurrection is uh, not good. Okay. All right, number ten. Uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween 2. Oh, wow. Um, I had Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. All right. The movie's a mess. Um, number nine. <laughs> I had Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Okay. I had Halloween 5, The Revenge yeah. of Michael Myers. All right. Number eight. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. <laughs> I had uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. All right. Number seven. Ours are actually pretty similar because I had yeah. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, this isn't that far off, really. Um, except I don't know where the hell you've got Resurrection. Uh, no, <laughs> that's ridiculous that it's, it hasn't come out yet. Uh, number seven for me was Halloween H2O. Uh, resurrection. Okay. All right. That's way too high. One. That's like halfway <laughs> up. But all right. Um, number six for me is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Okay. Uh, what do you got for five? H2O. Okay. Um, uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have for four? Halloween 4. Oh, wow. I have uh, Halloween 2018. Okay. Number three? So I went back and forth. I've re-ranked these a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I went back and forth for what I was going to pick for three and two. So what I picked for three was Halloween 2. Okay. Uh, I had Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two? Uh, Halloween the 2018. Okay. I had Halloween 2. Uh, the original Halloween um, 2. Yeah. 1981. And what'd you rank number one? Clearly, we both picked the same. Yes, we absolutely did. Original Halloween. Yeah. I and thought, if anyone put that any lower on the list, I'd yeah, have to beat the yeah. fuck out of them. No, yeah. I thought you were going to pull some dumb shit and put a, you know, Halloween 6 as number one just to irritate me or something. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. I take my rankings very seriously. <laughs> All right. So there we go. That's, uh, that's our ranking and uh, overall recap of the Halloween franchise. Any thoughts on the franchise overall? Uh-huh. I- like I said earlier, I, when I, I, I had messaged you at one point, and I was like, I don't understand why people love this franchise, like the franchise as a whole so much, because it is a hot fucking mess. There's yeah, so many timelines. There's so many things that are just done wrong. Um, but the core movies, the ones that I think are the core, the original one, two, and the, the newest remake, or mm-hmm. I guess not really remake, but Halloween 18. Mm-hmm. phenomenal fucking movies amazing yeah. i love them they are great they are halloween staples everybody should watch them in october specifically on halloween yep i uh, i agree with all of that i think that uh overall yeah it, it's a gigantic mess uh of a franchise like i said there are, you know one franchise five timelines three movies called halloween and one is a sequel to a movie called halloween <laughs> <laughs> right um so. yeah it's uh it's all over the place but um you know, it has a, a number of low points, but it's high at its highest high points. It's, it's better than, than most stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for Halloween Kills to come out. I'm excited to see what they're going to do next with it. Um, and maybe we'll have to give our rankings again after that movie comes out. No, we probably, comes. yeah, we probably will have to. I'm, I'm sure that we'll be talking about Halloween Kills uh, when it comes out, which is going to happen October 15th, 2021. So um, oh, a little so less far. than a year from That's now. So far away. I know. I'm going to forget ridiculous. about it until like the month of October next year. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, when they, when they released the teaser trailer today on Twitter, I said, this makes me both really happy and really sad. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that. Yeah. I did not want to have to wait um, mm-hmm. for a year, but it's out of my hands. Jason Blum, unfortunately does not take my advice. Oh, how, uh, how dare he? I know. Right. Really should. We've got some solid ideas. Yeah. Doesn't he know he's got a genius sitting right here? Come on. Yeah, and me. (laughs) Think tank. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for the This Horror Life Halloween special. Look at that. Um, Ranking the Halloween films, uh, going through the franchise. Uh, It was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, Overall, I do like the Halloween franchise. Um, that's, uh, That's it. You can find us on Twitter. We are at This Horror Life. I am on Twitter at Radio Rob123 and Ghost is on Twitter at Ghost with a zero underscore J uh, if you can figure that out. You can also email us. Uh, we are um, thishorrorlife at gmail.com. And is that everything, Ghost? I think you touched on everything. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do this again soon. Yeah, we will. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, it's a pleasure.